This is Cody from Ruckus Sessions Podcast. Let me begin by saying that a great beard starts with a great man. Myself, I am fortunate enough to be able to have a season where I can grow a healthy beard. With the help of Big Dobbs Beard Balm, this season will be one of my best. Not only will I smell great, but my man mane will be under my complete control. If you want one of the best smelling, face softening beard balms on the market, I recommend Big Dobbs Beard Balm. Found locally at the Beard Main in Omaha, Nebraska, and online at BigDobsBeardBomb.com. We also have a promo code that you can use at checkout for a 20% discount. It is R-U-C-K-U-S. You put those letters together, it says Ruckus. That's us. Get your beard game strong. Welcome to the Ruckus Sessions. We are recording. Dun, we dun, dun, are. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's a good song. Mics are on. Oh, Mics shout are out, bro. on. Mics are on. Next podcast, you're here, T- bud. One day. <laughs> one day we'll have Mics are on. One day. Welcome L. Who are you? I'm Jesse. I'm Cody. I'm Shane. And we're at another. It's been a couple weeks for story, but it's Christmas. Give us a break. It's been it's been minus fucking forty out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't remember, the we are. It doesn't Canada. work in the igloo, okay? When it's minus forty, the equipment does not work in our igloos. So no, I'm sorry. For those who are not aware, I do work outside, and working outside in minus thirty is cold. terrible. It's cold. So we have been away for a minute because we've all been kind of wrapping up jobs nearing the end of the season, but we're back here. And it's Christmas break, so expect at break, least son. another one out of us. Maybe Hell two. yeah, Maybe we'll get two. a couple through. Um, yeah. They may get drunker as they go because it is the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no responsibilities for tomorrow. So No. I, I got nothing. a case of beer in the fridge. Uh, I got to work tomorrow, but I'm still willing to. Shane power through it. He's a team player. He's, he's a, team a team player. player. Hey, are we, um, what are we doing here? Well, we got. I want to give a big congrats out. To oh, Big Dobbs Beard Bomb Draw special winner. Woo! <laughs> you heard it right here. Lance Jules, Jules. I'm not sure, but if I'm Jules. butchering your name, just please hit us up. We'll, we'll give you a correction next podcast. But congrats, bud. You get J-U-H-L. A, J- In case we're saying it's so bad, you don't even realize we're talking about yeah. you. That's <laughs> I, I mean, I'd say Jules. I, I couldn't. Uh, I just want to say I don't think there could have been a more deserving winner. Oh, check his beard! Like uh, the, for those listening, we gave away beard balm to people who ended up liking our Facebook page for uh, Bearded Ruckus. Big Dobbs beard and bomb for Big Dobbs beard balm. Big Dobbs beard balm. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Cody has had a couple already. Uh, May I'm a beard deeper three five. five. Well, anyways, yeah. um, this gentleman, Mr. Lance. Couldn't be more deserving. His beard is handsome. Big, giant, gray beard. Looks great. Silver Fox. Silver Fox, if you will. Imagine how good it's going to look now when he gets the big Dobbs beard bomb. Oh. Buddy, the luster. And ch- Actually, Lance, I want to see a, I want to see a picture once you get your pack. Yeah, hit us up Facebook. Send us a, send us a shot. It'll be great. Tag, uh, tag big Dobbs in there. 
And while we're talking about it, we've been doing the beard season updates about every we were doing it every week. And I was like, you know, I'm really tired of having Cody's face all over the Instagram like every week. Yes. So we, we bounce it out to about two weeks. It's also kind of strange when you're when your best buddy runs the it's, Instagram account and you have to send a selfie to your to your buddy. It's getting creepy. But it's fucking weird. We'll stick. We'll, we'll stick. We'll keep with it next week. We'll be another one. It, my we'll wife asked it. me what I was doing. <laughs> Why I'm standing in my front so entrance selfies? because here's what happens. I've just discovered that taking selfies, you need lighting and shit. <laughs> I no, had to stand you're on that selfie level. So you're standing in the mirrors so that the light reflects around well, and then you try to get I a- stand in my front entrance way because the light comes through my door like really bright. So I'm standing there. And Kais Almost is holy like. Yeah. And Kais is like, what are you doing? I'm like, taking a selfie to send to Jesse. She's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, it's for my beard. Just leave me alone. We're it's doing a thing. Beard. It's called beard posing season. in the front entryway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Sweetheart, can you take a can you take a picture of my beard? <laughs> just can you just lay on the floor and go right up. Just yeah. go right up. Get catch the glimmering of my beard in the sunlight. No, but we're doing it for we're, we're doing it because we well we wanted to really. Yeah, like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, we're doing it. And Big Dobbs. Fuck, Big man. Dobbs has essentially up, is dude. like my beard sponsor this oh, season. He's. My game is on strong. I talked to my barber. Alan, you're the man. Alan, what's up? Uh, you are the man, and thank you for sticking with our podcast, and thank you for hooking us up with some amazing, amazing product. It's, I appreciate it. I've been using the beer bomb. Dude, it's I, nice. And you got that like goatee. It. Yeah, it's good. It's good for all. You don't need a full beard to do it. Dude. You can shape your mustache with it. You can put the stuff in your hair. Like It smells good. It shapes. It's, it's awesome. Wonderful. It's awesome. Hey, um... Are you going to beat up on your wife this week? Whoa. Whoa, bro. Whoa. Are you, sorry, in football? Whoa. In football? Whoa, 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 bro. Whoa. And in football, fantasy football? Yeah, all day all long. Day. All day long. Let's check out the scores right here. Right now, it's 100.64 for me and 30 for her. Oh wow! Yeah. So, but I mean, that being said, I think most of my players have played. Yeah, I got I got my kicker left, and I got a wide receiver and the defense playing she's got right a ton now. Of players left. Yeah, exactly. So she's got a QB, a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end playing. So there, I mean, we're nowhere near decided yet. The decision. Is so where are final. we here in the stands? Because I know I'm in the la- semi. We're in the semifinals. Of the playoffs for both brackets, uh, me and you are in the consolation bracket, which is so your wife is as well. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, we just got to kind of give. I got to give her props. She took over uh, Drisdale's team. Week. Drisdale's failure. Oh yeah, I think he was zero and five, and she took over, and now she's in the consolation black bracket playoffs. But she's still hanging, except for today. I'm just about to. Man, she should. Uh... Retire from being a teacher and go be an NHL scout or an NFL scout. <laughs> NFL scout. No kidding. She could bring that team back real <laughs> quick. Fuck it. Start playing the lottery. Yeah. The, uh, the football sports center. The football or lottery. Quick select or uh, fan duel. Sports select. Yeah, there's a sports select. One of my truckers hit at work. He hit big on one of those a while back. Sports select. If you get big, you can you can do well in Canada. I but remember there was our, an our article in the newspaper here. once. About a girl who won like $15,000 or something fucking ridiculous. And it was because, and the reason it was in the article, extraordinarily sexist just because the girl picked the teams. <laughs> They're like, this girl got lucky and she won a whole shit ton of money. It's all about luck. Oh, yeah. It's 100% luck. Well, yeah, but kind of. There's a mixture of 
skill and blind luck, luck and, and like at least knowing what the players are and what their records are. Yeah. You like, know what? I'm going to put it to you this way. I played my fantasy season this year, my first year playing fantasy football. I don't follow football. I'm picking purely off numbers and what a little bit of the blurb on the player says on the on the NFL app. Usually, though, your first couple of years are like that because it's – you mean you, I got to continue doing this? Oh yeah, this goes on. Numbers is kind of a smart way to do it. It is, and it's it and is. But here's the fucked up part: you'll have one tight end that's like projected to do four point four zero points, and all of a sudden at the end of the game he's got sixteen point two eight points, and you're like, <laughs> "Well, that's what I guess, the fuck so happened?" What, what you'll learn, what you'll learn if you play again, is that projections don't mean fucking anything they well, don't mean a goddamn thing i think one thing that comes into play too is that if you know the game and you know the players like if, like for me i watch a lot of hockey you'd probably so be you, good at fantasy hockey so you tell you can tell when certain players are starting to get hot and streaking and, and when even though they have good they're supposed to have shitty points why haven't you roped this asshole into fucking fantasy hockey with you well it's not my league I'm in like this very intricate league where like we go to we got to go to the bar every month if we want to do our trades and stuff like it's not online everything is real time real people so if you pick a dud you're stuck with them for at least a month there's a trade day every month where you, everyone meets at the bar and then you put in but every trade costs money everything costs money and then like at the actual end, money real money so if I want to trade anyone off my team I got to pay you bid. So what it is is like you come in. So does all this go to a pot? Yeah, all of this goes into another pot that just. So all when adds you say I'm the, paying you, just say five bucks for this trade. I'm not just paying some dude to do my work. He that everything goes into a pot, and then at the end of the year, the the final pot's a lot bigger because you've had to pay. It's a minimum two bucks. That's pretty. How many how many people are in this? Twelve people are in it, and right now the pot's up to a thousand bucks. Jeez, uh, he's like the buy-in was a hundred. Okay. And it just so it's it goes to the end. So every week, every time someone puts money into like tr- dropping a player, trading a player, anything like that, it's a minimum two bucks. But like right it's only now, two bucks to drop a player. This asshole, I don't want him anymore. So what it is is well, uh, yeah, to to pick up a new player. So what it is is like if you want to drop a player, say so you put his name on a piece of paper and you slide it in with your bid. If anyone, or sorry, you put him in, and if anyone else puts in the same name now it's a it's a bidding war between the two people who put in the same name oh, fuck. so it costs <laughs> cool. you two minimum it costs you two bucks if no one says they want the same player as you two bucks the player is yours okay, i lucked cool. out last time i got two players for four bucks nice no problem and they're doing nice. okay they're doing okay okay now now with this league as opposed to what we're doing in football here this one is you picking one player and an entire defense well no no which which clearly football is different than than hockey but are you picking a single line to play per night or are you picking a whole team no no so the way the way this hockey uh fantasy works is that you pick i'm gonna say 15 players you have to have one goalie and everyone else is up to you so you can have if you want 11 defense and can he have three, more than four, one goalie? No, you can only have one goalie. Oh, that's hard. But so, but it's not. Goalies it's, are so like what? Are, you don't face someone weekly like you do in fantasy football. It's just a collective number of your team based how many on points, how well they play, how many points they put up, and then the roster is just the points. So it's wow, not a head-to-head so thing. So hard. Like in one that I I was in a, a pool once for Dryco or a, Austin and I went in. It was just one where you pick. You basically have like fifteen sets of five players. And you pick one from each set. 
So, like, in the first set, they'll have, like, Stamkos, Ovechkin, Crosby, Kane, all the huge scorers, so you can't just stack your line. You can only pick one of them. Right. And you just go down the line, and then there's a certain amount of defense, a certain amount of goalies, and then it's based on how well they play. Like, a shutout for a goalie is five points. So a win is two points. It's kind of the same thing. So, like, my team right now, I'll, I'll bring it up on the uh, the old uh, interwebs here because we got this brand-new projector, which we talked about last podcast, I think. But now we've perfected We've upgraded it. it. We've perfected it. Which is dope because so it's in, in my place. house. I'm in fifth place. Uh, so my team. Oh, and you're and you're repping us, bearded ruckus on the on the team name. Way to Fuck go! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! So oh hey, sorry to interrupt. Shout out to uh, Darren, my barber, for making my beard look dope as shit. Fuck yeah! I also dropped off some stickers for him. He's putting them on his station at work. So and we, we got the ruckus at South. Uh, what do I got here? South Trail Barbers. Yeah, South South Trail Barber. Uh, and he may come on the podcast to talk about some conspiracy shit. Conspiracies and aliens. aliens and stuff. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. But that's for another podcast. Sorry, anyways. Anyways, so we, this we is... We talk about aliens often. Yeah, we do. I like it. It all comes back to... <laughs> and the it Sumerians. It's because you're aliens. from another fucking planet. <laughs> so this is the team. Uh, it's a little fuzzy, but that just be my eyes. I don't know. A tiny bit. So I got I got Crosby, Phil Kessel, Lundquist, my goalie. Subban, that's uh, better. Subban, Backstrom, Sedin... Schwartz. Schwartz, Grabner. You got a Sedin sister. Uh, Paranto. Paranto. Subi, Subi. Turris, Koivu, and Panic. Well, Ponic. you got Crosby. You cheated. No, I, he's my only good player, but turns Kessel's out he's still doing good. fucking awesome. Yeah, they're all actually, if you sort by points here, which you can do, uh, Crosby, Kessel, Lundquist. Sucks though Lundquist sat for like five years I know, Panner, 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 whatever his name is. He's He was doing awesome. Yeah. But I could almost see like Lundqvist being like, "I want a new team." If you're gonna play this guy, no, I could see Lundqvist when he does get back out there. Go, I'll show you why. We did. You want he me. Uh, he got a shutout, but uh, <laughs> the fucking I think it was Phoenix player just bowled over him. Yeah, he got a suspension it, for that. Yeah, so he had to sit out for five minutes or whatever it was for the pro- concussion protocol because he hit him right in the head. So he did, he wasn't credited with the shutout, so I didn't get the fucking points. That's bullshit that is bullshit fucking coyotes player fucking L- i think it was coyotes i think it was coyotes call up a hitman hitman so yeah coming to get him <laughs> coming to get him <laughs> so i guess i mean we could probably talk about why we're, we're here. why we're here today why we're in the basement we've gathered here today to talk about to talk about accidents so, happy accidents like bob ross happy little accidents I bet you there's a lot of them that are not happy accidents. I bet you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I discovered acid. (laughs) That that actually is a happy accident. Um, I've got it on the list. So what what we're here to talk about is accidental inventions and things that came about. Unintentionally. Exactly. Inadvertently? Inadvertently. Inadvertently. Unexpectedly. So, <laughs> here we go. If we want to go down the rabbit trail, uh, the internet is just loading right now. So I just saw waiting actually on, waiting on the internet. I actually just saw a fucking video of a rabbit versus a tortoise race, Who and the what? rabbit takes off running right out the gate, and then it stops and goes back the other way, and then it goes back and forth, back and forth, and the tortoise just slowly trudges along in a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> 
the fucking turtle one. And it was like a, it was like a maybe four meter long race. So the stereotype it, lives the, up. The fucking slow the, and steady wins the race. The Some st- guy saw a turtle and a fucking rabbit race. He's like, I can make a story out of this. There's a life lesson right here. This fucking asshole. He made it up and then someone tried it and they're like, oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. It's like the the elephant's afraid of mice. The Mythbusters tested it and they couldn't believe how That was incredibly. And they are afraid of mice. (laughs) Like, that's so weird. The moment it sees a mouse, it stops and goes the other way. What? There's something sketchy about this mouse, guys. I got to go. I got to Elephant. I got to get out of here. Yeah. They did because they did it with the white mouse so that it could be seen. And then they thought maybe it was the color. And they redid it with different colors. It was the same thing. Man, it was it was mind blowing. Speaking of MythBusters, has anybody watched White Rabbit? No, the White Rabbit. Have White you not Rabbit seen it yet, Project? Shane? No, you've heard about it though. Yeah, Jesse, you've watched all of them though. I've seen them all. It's good. It's a great show. It's uh, the three MythBuster outcasts. Cary Grant and Tori. Nice. Um, I like them. Yeah, I feel like they were kind of screwed out of the last couple seasons of MythBusters. I don't know why they went all. Like, it was so strange. Why just all of a sudden they're like, "Nah, guys, you can." We're well, done. It could have been other reasons. Well, maybe they went some. They couldn't the, do it. Or the official excuse was uh, Adam and Jamie wanted to go back to how the first season was to the roots. Just to and you know what's bullshit about that? With the last couple seasons, when you say, "Look at Adam and Jamie," they want to go back to what they used to do, building stuff. They. Uh, Every time I saw them building or setting up anything, there was a huge team of people, which was normally Cary Grant and Tori. Yeah, and then they, like, split up for a reason. Like, did you notice, like... Well, I don't after think the Adam first... and Jamie get along the greatest. Well, no, I think they... Well, I mean, they get along so much, but they split off the three and the two, and I feel like it happened after that episode where they shocked Adam with that, like... <laughs> do you remember oh, that? Oh, when they were doing the Indiana pissed. Jones Yeah, myth. he was super, he was pissed. super pissed about that. I feel like that, kind of after that, it was like, okay, those three do their own thing, and these two do their own thing. And they even had different headquarters, like where Adam and Jamie worked was a different workshop than where the rest of them worked. And the reunion was beautiful. I'm not going to lie. I cried at the fucking finale of Mythbusters. Yeah. It I teared me up. I, I teared up. I'm like, holy fuck, man. Like, I I can't believe how long I've watched this show. It's been a long yeah. time. It's been a long time. It's but been an integral part. And, in like, I, I'm a firm believer, believer of that show should be passed on and not killed off which i think, I think they're be doing like top gear which i think they're doing just keep going yeah like because i heard they're like i don't know if the three of them are going to do it but i heard they're going to reboot mythbusters so i would hope. i think we've talked about it on the podcast before i want to say we have but anyways we digress we digress to uh <laughs> accidental inventions what do we got well i looked into silly putty you well play-doh i heard the same thing I don't know. I don't know if it's the same thing because Play-Doh is so made out of like food stuff. What was the original reason they were trying? Like, how did they come up with uh, Silly Putty? They were uh, during World War Two. Time out. Silly Putty time is out. the one where is it in, in like the egg. nutshell? Comes yeah, in and you egg. could copy yeah. the ink and then stretch the face, and then it bounced. But not anymore because they switched the way newspaper ink is printed. Yeah. But yes, that's that's okay. what we're talking about. Did you ever have Silly Putty as a kid? Yes. Yeah. You could blow bubbles with it too. Like, yeah, which was weird. Did, did you ever bite it? 
Yeah. It felt yeah, weird. I, I did it. It was I all of a sudden it. like... Like <laughs> another another thing I used to bite was that blue ticky tack stuff. In I just school. found a huge square of it. That and I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I just I want to bite it. I don't know why. I just I want to bite it. That's a so, weird thing. I I think if you you know what I'm talking. I know, about. but you don't seem so keen on biting things, Shane. Uh, I constantly like the the tab on a pen lid. The blue bic pen gives away a little. Yeah, I, I break that off. Just chew on it. And just chew on it. <laughs> I used to chew on a lot of shit sitting in class all the time when I was in school. Yeah. But have, have you ever had a fucking happy accident like these <laughs> inventions? Have you ever like accidentally came up with something that maybe you weren't trying to or Yeah. I Are you a multi-billionaire patent holder that we don't know about, Shane? No. No, I've no I'm saying like I I've, I've tried <laughs> shit just at on work. A small scale. I've tried shit at work before that I've like I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah, I wonder if this will work. And then it's like, bam, it works. You're like, oh, shit. Look it's kind of It's kind of like putting uh, Lowry salt or Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry. <laughs> Fuck, oh, man. Jessica calls it Lowry salt. What is it? Seasoning salt. It's like putting seasoning salt on homemade garlic toast. It just takes it up that next level. Yes, exactly. Anyways, we're talking about Silly Putty. So you asked how it came about. What were they trying to make? Like well, well, during World War II, uh, 1943 to be exact, while they were trying to create a synthetic rubber substitute, a substitute, scientist James Wright dropped boric acid into silicone oil. So they were trying to make a rubber substitute. A synthetic rubber substitute. Okay. The result was a polymerized substance that bounced. It took... but. That's where it kind of just stalled. But, dick but, dick but, dick but. So it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so they were trying to make this synthetic rubber, and he spilled acid into it. Well, one like he uh, he dropped boric acid into the silicone oil, trying to create a synthetic rubber. Oh, so he was a, he put the acid in on purpose. Yes. Okay, but He's he was trying to assumption. make something else. Yeah, it okay. yeah. Out. synthetic rubber. Yeah, and Fake then the rubber. ship bounced. Fake rub. Uh, so the result was, yeah, polymerized, a polymerized substance that bounced. But it took until 1950 for a marketing expert, Peter Hodgson, Hodgson, to see its potential as a toy. So he was like, ah, look, I made That's, this. I made this like useless. He came across. Junk. Yeah, he came across as he's like. Dude, kids will fucking love this thing. That's what I'm talking about when I'm saying spinoffs. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I heard actually Teflon. Did you notice that it, it, while you were looking anything up? Teflon was Teflon, an Teflon yeah. Don. They were looking to make some. I. Uh, I was reading it too, just like an hour. Well, maybe like three hours ago. But they were trying to make something. and They made the world at the time. It was like the world's slipperiest <laughs> substance. Uh, I think it still is. Spoiler. No. We may it, come across it's that. Not. We may come across that later in the show because I got some I got some facts. Imagine a Teflon floor with Teflon shoes. Sprayed with Pam. <laughs> or no. You know how slippery fucking wood wood floors get when you spray or linoleum or anything floors when you spray uh pine salt on them? It's crazy. If you ever want to hurt somebody, you just cover their floor. Jesus. Cover their floor in pine sole. Pam, or not Pam? No, it was. It was that yellow can shit. Pam. No, it wasn't for cooking though. It was pine sole. Pine sole. Was it pine sole? Is that what it was called? Are you talking like the wood spray Varnish? shit? Yeah. 
for cleaning wood surfaces. The, yes. Like the spray stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. I can't of remember it. the name of that. But that stuff on the floor is slippery as fuck. So there's an accidental invention. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> wood cleaner. <laughs> wood cleaner. We'll, go- we'll Google this shit. Fucking see what it is. Where was your um... pledge? Pledge. That's pledge. the name of that's it. That's what it is. Pledge. Pledge. That slippery. Be... Super, super slippery if you get it on the floor. Or it used to be. They may have changed things now. Armor all slippery as fuck. You, you, you armor all your steering wheel by accident? It's all a terrible idea. You can't. Terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> you can't even hold the thing. <laughs> right through your Buddy, hands. it's not even funny. Like, you, if you're one of those one-handed, uh, like... Palm sur- steerers? Palm steers. Thank you for the word. Game over, bud. Game over. <laughs> you you'll, you'll get a grip until you're about maybe one o'clock, and then your steering wheel. <laughs> there's a reason those like extra knobs are illegal on steering wheels here. But a knob you can at but least they, hold. They do it for the uh, forklifts and stuff. Or well, the, no, the, handicap the handicapped. Drivers. If you only got one arm, they give you. A yeah, knob. that's a little different. I mean, there's a learning curve there, and I'm sure there's some teaching. Anyways, we were talking about silly putty. Yes. Like I said, okay, so 1950. For a marketing, oh yeah, Peter Hodgson. So he's like, "Look, there's a reason for this. Let's fucking we can do something let's with do it. it. Let's do it. Sell it to the children." So, uh, what I what I else what what I else what I else let's I had try to say some English here. What, I- <laughs> what else I got is uh, <laughs> some <laughs> practical uses and like fun facts about silly putty. Fun little FF. Yeah, fun. Or facts. you know something things you can use with use it for other than just taking old school newspaper ink off the paper <laughs> yeah because sadly you can't do that anymore no that but what you can do is it, like it, it picks up dirt lint and hair and stuff so if you have like a stick and a ball of nutty putty you could roll it on your shirt and don't get they all... have stuff that's kind of similar to you remember slime in the 90s yeah it was in like a little was it called like... slime and you put your thumb in it <laughs> It was called yak, yak, yak. yak. That's the shit. Yak. And it came in like a little, like it looked yeah. like a like a for the old they film. Have, and they, then they, they came out with floam. Didn't oh, they? Fucking floam. That was like the Nickelodeon's uh, floam. The non-new. What's it called? It was like sand that you can push together, but yeah. the non. <laughs> doing hand signals and sounds. Uh, yeah. But anyways, that shit. Don't they have stuff like the? Um, the gack that to clean your keyboards now. Yeah, that work. You can just like smear it over your keyboards, and it pulls everything out from the so, between. So yeah, now it just gets silly putty. Uh, and another actually thing about silly putty, the price apparently has never changed. <laughs> oh my god! From really? 1950 to 2016, the price has never changed. It's so, cost a dollar for a container. So it used to be expensive, and now it's just cheap. But what? No, what did change though was the quantity. Or the cost of the container. It used to be over a gram of it in there. Now it's less than half a gram. Really? It felt heavier than that. Those are the numbers I got. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me double check here. Ounce. (coughs) Ounce. Not a gram. Yeah. There you go. One ounce lumps in the past. Now it's less than 0.5. Only a half ounce lump. You can you can use it to stabilize your wobbly. I'm talking all the house husbands at home right stabilize now. Stabilize you know? your wobbly. Stay at home house husbands, house dads, those kind of guys. Uh, you can stabilize your wobbly furniture. 
It was it was actually here's a fun one. It was used by the crew of Apollo Eight to secure tools in zero gravity. Ah, you could stick it to something and stick your wrench in it. Yeah, and then just take your. <laughs> um, you can use it for hand injury therapy, like. Oh yeah. Like uh, stress ball. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, drum head resonance damper. Oh. For you musicians, I don't really know. Do you that stick oh, it? So you'd stick it on like a corner of your drum kit, and it'd change Some... the resonant. I so wh- how why would like why would you do that like you remember that really terrible Metallica album where they're where the snare kit sounded stupid uh, the whole album yeah wow yeah so to anger yeah that's changing the rest of the drum <laughs> kit that's you can well like the shit. tuning you can do and if you want something to sound deeper you could stick it to like the side of your bass drum and it would be more of a thump instead of a snap so it doesn't uh, resonate as much would that be fair to say it's it more of a it's the... more of a thump. Yeah, I guess. Said. Okay, do you remember what I was saying Teflon? Yeah. Teflon, you said, was the slipperiest substance in the world? Hey, way to just, At like, totally point. switch the... I just found it. Give me give me, give me, me a minute. All right. Do you want to hear it? Or should we yeah, keep, no, keep I want to hear it. Yeah, keep going. I mean, we can't give it up now. Okay, like, so what? At one teasing. point... The yeah. Guinness Book of World Records it. once listed Teflon as the slipperiest substance in existence. This has since been shown to be incorrect, actually being the third slipperiest substance... Although it is still only, it is still the only known substance that Gecko's feet cannot stick to. Ooh. Because Teflon resistance van der Waals forces. That's what Teflon uses. It's this really weird uh, molecular thing it does. Pretty much. It's I not could... just slippery. It's something f- on a different dimension. It's on another dimension. Da-da-da-da. I don't know. You're uh, You're holding that. Um. Okay, so Teflon. Teflon not, was not another the, accident. Not the slipperiest substance, but the third. They so what, didn't tell me what the other. What two was, was the first? Well, that now. Fuck. Well, now we gotta Ooh. look it up. See what did they? S- Teflon was used in the Manhattan Project, coating on valves and seals holding uranium, and shit because its bonds are so strong that it's very unreactive. Nothing can break it apart. Crazy. So so it held shit together? It sealed the gap between things. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it sealed the gap. It sealed. You sounded like, uh, what's his name? William Bill Shatner. <laughs> William Bill Shatner. Yeah. Did you know? Boron, the... aluminum. Sorry, I want to give a shout out Ron Plunkett. Roy. Roy Plunkett. Well, don't call him Ron then. Sorry, doctor. Doctor. Roy Plunkett. That was who invented Teflon. Okay. Dr. Roy Plunkett. Look it up. It's actually a pretty decent story. Keeping my eggs on point since 19... Uh... 19... <laughs> 19... There's a whole lot of 19s here. 38s. Ish. Uh, 1938-ish. Yeah. <laughs> By 1960, various forms of Teflon were being used in a variety of applications such as... Strain repellents in fabrics and electri- electrical wire insulation. Well, do you know what the most slippery substance in the world is now? Please tell me because Ice. That, that excites me. <laughs> Ice baby. It's called BAM, actually. Fuck off, really? It's up on the screen right there. Uh, almost Boron as hard as... magnesium? There you go. Almost as hard as diamond, 
while stealing the title for world most slippery material created is more slipperier, slippier, slippery, slippery than Teflon <laughs> and makes components last many times longer. I want my car lubed up with BAM! Just well, so what would that be? <laughs> it's just the property of composition. What would you use that for? For lubes, I guess. Lubricants. Yeah, we would like... Could you mix that into oils for your vehicle to make um, like your maybe that's your a question en- your, your engine way run above my learning. yeah it's above mm-hmm. my fucking IQ level. I do not know at all. We got to stop asking questions like that or have people on the show need, who can answer questions like that. We got to get smarter guests on the show. <laughs> we don't have a guest today. If you're smart and you want to be on the show, we need a smart guest. Yeah, yeah, you let us know. <laughs> Singular. We have we your platform a... <laughs> and you can just you can spew you can, your smarts all over the internet. You can sprack off knowledge all you want on this you show. Sprack that knowledge everywhere. Uh apparently back to silly putty. It keeps your beer cold. What? Yeah. Can you wrap your glass in it? Yep. Keeps your beer or cold. freeze it and drop it in. Uh, some people say put that the glowing stuff on um, light switches and shit so you can see where you're going. Oh, interesting. Interesting enough, like the uh, putty, um, the putty, the putty recipe, if you want to call it that, has not changed. Oh, so that's remained the same. Oh, well, that's good to know. They've added, like, colorants or colors and you know like glow factors and shit but that hasn't changed um i thought silly putty was more interesting when i was uh researching it but while i'm talking about it the looks on your guys' faces do not well no uh, it's, <laughs> it's that's what i was when i was looking up teflon i was like yo this a, teflon's a cool fucking story it's it's a neat thing but here's the thing with teflon it's hard to make it there's sound a shit ton of great big chemistry words and compounds and I don't really understand it. It's no. just something slippery. No, but Teflon came out like Teflon Dawn. It's an amazing product. No, if you've ever been called a Teflon Dawn, you're slippery. Or you, n- what anyone says about you doesn't stick. That's right. Donald Trump won the presidency because he's a Teflon <laughs> Dawn. No matter what them assholes said about him, it slipped right off. And somehow he snuck in. Just kidding, Jesse. He's the John Gotti of <laughs> John- presidents. I, have, I know a good accidental invention is potato chips. Are you kidding? You me? can't go messing with the goodness of a potato. No, what the goodness of that's actually. How I was that an accident. I heard because about it was what year was it? 1853. Some prick, right? He was being all prickish. Yeah, it was 1853, and a guy named Mr. Crum. He was a chef. Mr. Crum. This guy He's kept, like Mr. Dude, Krabs this from guy uh, kept complaining his fucking French fries were soggy, or his potatoes, whatever they ate in 1853. <laughs> and hey, yeah, <laughs> this white thing's yeah. soggy. Yeah. So what he did, to, just to like teach him a lesson, is he cut them really thin and fried them till they were crunchy, and then covered them in salt and gave them to him. And to his surprise, <laughs> the guy loved them. He's like, this is fucking delicious. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Fuck Here, you. you want soggy potatoes? Eat these fucking things. It makes them rake. So potatoes came out of a fit of anger. No, chips. Potato, potato chips. Potatoes came out, a, came out of the ground. Yeah, potatoes came <laughs> from uh, nature. Did the potato evolve? Of course it did. It's a plant. Everything alive evolved. Okay, thank you. 
Thank you. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Anyways, you've put me in my place. That's, and that's rather funny. The so guy's was George like, Crumb the the chef? Yeah. And he was he was mad. Yeah, he was like, prick kept this saying, guy continuously makes gets mad about his soggy fucking fries or whatever. You so want some fucking him. soggy fries, motherfucker? the shit in the You don't want. You, you want know, in Holland they serve McDonald's fries with uh, mayo. Yeah, be, that's good. Well, you can order it with. Uh, yeah, I got so a they, buddy who just loves mayo. He'll eat it by the spoonful. I'm not. <laughs> that's a I'm not strange. that into mayo. I'm no, not I'm that not that into mayo. into mayo. But I do like it. It is good. Um, Very true story. So I got what a few. Else? I got a few inventions up here that were invented by accident. Well, we. I think everybody knows penicillin was an accident. Do you know who invented it? Mr. Penicillin. Mr. Alexander Fleming in the year 1928. Which is fucking funny to me because isn't penicillin help with, like, your common cold? Mm. It's an antibiotic. Yeah. So, which you take when you're sick? Yeah. I mean, you, and when you're you, sick, you're full of phlegm? Mo- it kills more, like, bacteria and, and stuff. If you took it when you just had a cold, you would end up, your body would end up, or your diseases would end up getting used to it because you use it for everything. And then you would... Some sort of crazy flu would breed up in you that wouldn't would be resistant to penicillin. Actually, I like this site because it's just got a little blurb here. So Alexander, 1928, uh, halfway through an experiment with bacteria, uh, Fleming up and went on vacation. Uh, the slob that he was, he left a dirty Petri dish in the lab sink. The big discovery, when he got back, he found bacteria had grown all over the plate except in the area where the mold had formed. As a result, the discovery led to two things. One, penicillin, and two, Mrs. Fleming hiring a maid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's fucking funny. This is from Reader's Digest, so I don't... I don't that's know. quite funny, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. No, um, that was so interesting. Well, I guess, like, when we talked about alcohol on a on a past yeah, podcast, that was a... Example. That is probably the best accidental invention on the face of the yeah, planet. Yeah, they accidentally just... They would leave their fucking pails of barley outside because they would flee because of weather or something scared them. They'd come back later. Or go after. on a hunt and come back yeah, three days and later. Rained, and they sat there in the rain. It's like, fuck, I'm thirsty in my grain bin collected rainwater and he drinks it and he's like holy shit I, I love how the spin on the penicillin is he was lazy and he just left his shit all over he's the place dirty prick. he's a dirty prick and that's how we got penicillin <laughs> <laughs> probably live with his mother too fucking pussy <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, oh man I got another one well we're going on this website from Reader's Digest so we'll just go through the list uh, yeah just scroll through see what not? we got here there's um, anesthesia didn't they used to use like gin and alcohol for? That would for be a very shitty shit? time. I think it was be. nitrous oxide they're talking about. Because I remember I was reading many years ago, gin was once used as oh yeah a uh, medicine, but then the uh, they they found out how easy gin was to make, and people were making it so strong they were drinking themselves blind. Well, speaking of making and, like killing themselves, so so they banned the making of gin. Is there a reason it tastes like trees, like pine? Because they use, like, juniper and shit, too, and they make it. There's a bunch of herbs and stuff in it. Uh-huh. Ooh, Hendrix gin? There's like We've drank that, Shane. Oh, yeah. The, Cucumber the, the black, and rose petal and... The black ooh. medicine bottle. What's yeah. the uh, gangster one? Uh, Tangeray. Tangeray. Tangeray and... Gin and juice, homie. Yeah, but Tangeray and Mountain Dew... Oh, Do you not so remember good. high school, Jesse? Remember Tropical Splash 7 There it is. And... Gin. That stuff was so good. Gin tropical and splash. Tropical Splash 7-Up. Cody that would shit. go into the liquor store <laughs> looking all like 
fucking 26 years old. He's 15 <laughs> with a beard. couldn't go facial hair. I, I, hey. still, I still get ID'd every once in a while, and I'm 31 years old. Alan at Big Dobbs Beard Bum know this. I have grown facial hair since 13 years old, and I've bought liquor with that since I was 15 years old. Using his beard for good since 1998. Speaking of trying Probably. to make medicine and making something else, that's how Coke was invented. It's an accidental. Wait. Cocaine? Coca-Cola. Okay, okay thank yeah, you. Okay. I was like. <gasps> no, what they were trying to do was uh, trying to make a medicine. And it turned out to be a good drink, but that's why it got his name Coke. And that's why it did originally have cocaine. It was supposed to be able to treat something. When Back they were... when they're like, you know, cocaine's a viable option for, like, healing people. Or, like, numbing <laughs> your mouth or something, maybe, if you had to do a mouth surgery. Well, I remember heroin was used as something to get people off of other... Wasn't it like they'd give heroin for, like, alcohol addiction or something? But now like they that? give you something else to get off heroin. Uh, what are those Marijuana. Places? No, no. There's, you can uh, use marijuana you know to kick almost about. any um, uh, I can't remember. But there's places like downtown you can go for like it's for like heroin oh, addicts. Oh, what the fuck is the shit they use? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the stuff, me- not mescaline. Methadone. <laughs> Methadone. That's Methadone. I just needed the M. <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> Magnesium. <laughs> Actually, taking magnesium. Uh, and potassium and shit. There's some pills. Sounds like a banana. Yeah, but there's (laughs) no, but potassium, magnesium, and I can't remember the other one. If you take those before you go to sleep, there's a pill. Z, I took something a while ago. Z, I can't remember. Sleepies? No, Jesus Christ. There was some letters that started with a Z. It was like ZMA or something. And it was, uh, it's a, it's a. Methadone. No, we I did not that, take right? methadone, but we already said that. <laughs> All right. It was a supplement that I was taking, and you take it before bed, and the... Uh, the Where are you going with this? Yeah, it would give you crazy dreams, like crazy living. So it's probably dreams. in Alpha Brain, too, all that stuff. Ooh, Alpha Brain from Onnit. Which we've been taking, and I it, it works. Man, is it nice. Honestly, I didn't think it would work. I have a lot of dreams anyway. Like, I dream a lot. When really? I, oh, yeah. At least I remember that. We all dream, apparently. All Everybody dreams. It's just what you remember. I but it's in your REM sleep, I don't remember any too. dream anymore. It's REM sleep. There's a reason for that, but we won't get into that right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, right there. Uh, <laughs> no. But are you talking about um, the sleeping the sleeping drug you can buy over counter? It was in, like, Popeye's. Like Popeye supplement shit. It was called, I'm pretty sure it was like ZMA. Zinc, magnesium. Popeye the sailor, man. And something else. And while you would sleep, it would it would release uh, actual testosterone in your body. Is it in spinach? ZMA. It's called sleep. More than just a sleep supplement, bodybuilding doctor. Yeah, and it, and it would promote like uh, better faster. Muscle faster. recovery. Yeah, thank you. Strength, size, less fat, better sleep. I feel like that's one of those things that'll probably be illegal soon. It's been around for a while, and unfortunately, I didn't do much research into it when I bought it. <laughs> I just heard it, heard it release some testosterone in your sleep while I was working out. Thought that'd be fun. Realized it had side effects like awesome dreams, and kind of ran with that because I don't remember my dreams as much as I used to. And any chance I get to remember them, I, I really well, apparently try. Alpha Brain helps with that. 
Yeah, if you take it before your sleep, apparently it's supposed to give you. A- but it's weird because it says don't exceed more than three in twenty four hours. But it's like take two in the morning. You got to time it. Or take two at night, <laughs> but do not take two in the morning and at night. I'm sure you'd be fine. Probably. You could probably take like five at once and get some crazy weird fucking. Just be like, <laughs> <laughs> like what's wrong with Jesse? Oh, he's just on that alpha brain. Yeah, he took six this <laughs> he took, morning. He took. He took them all. Shit. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what to do, so he took them all. That's a terrible plan. He's turning into Lucy. <laughs> oh, uh, Splenda, uh, Surat, yeah, Sarasha, fake sugar stuff. Yeah, fake sugar. That was. Ex- it was the inventor was uh, a cat no by the diabetics? name of Fallberg. Splendors for diabetics. And Ira Resmond. Yeah, because it's not. 1879. After spending the day studying coal tar derivatives, Fallberg left his Johns Hopkins laboratory and yeah. went to and dinner. And his food tasted better because he had the dust on his hands. Something he ate tasted particularly That's sweet. That's fucked up, man. He left shit on his hands. From, what if it was arsenic? Yeah, or like. This ooh. motherfucker's got like. Arsenic on his fingers. You know somebody died because of that. Like, there is definitely a case where someone has died because that. They're like, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. That even harkens back to how, like, the Romans used to have food testers. They're like, they're like, Joe, should you wash your hands? He's like, no, 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 I'm hungry. Could you imagine me in that? Come try this for me. Make sure I don't die when I eat it. Just Imagine being that asshole. You're like, does this pay anything? You cannot be happy about Nine. what you're about to eat. Oh, here's a good one. And I think Cody knows a little bit about it. The microwave. The microwave oven was the microwave. Micro- La micro owned micro for our French fans out there. <laughs> All three of them. That was a massive accidental uh, invention. The best part about it is the dude who accidentally invented it is far more interesting than the accidental discovery itself. Is that Percy? He had like his lunch in his pocket and his lunch got warm. He had a chocolate bar in his pocket. (laughs) And what he was doing is he was trying to figure out what, uh, this sounds awesome, Meg Neutrons, not Megatron, like the awesome Transformer. Meg Neutrons. Meg Neutrons. particle that... Robots you in disguise. A magnetron is an electrical tube for amplifying and generating microwaves with, within the flow of electrons controlled by an external magnetic field. Nice. Okay. So he was <laughs> so he was fucking around with these things, and he discovered one. He felt this like sizzling sensation in his pocket. <laughs> God yeah. damn it, my he's like what my, the balls fuck my balls are burning. <laughs> my balls are burning. <laughs> I'm boiling my balls. You're breaking my balls. And it was yeah, his chocolate bar. His chocolate bar had like ended doubling up. And yeah, doubling. it melted in his pocket. But I started doing research on this dude. That guy definitely had testicle cancer. Here's the thing. He didn't microwaves, have micro- <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> microwaves aren't bad for you like that. But we'll get to that in a minute. Oh. All it does is vibrate. The story of Percy Spencer. Okay, that's the gentleman who accidentally invented the, the microwave. <laughs> Our howls in the woods. <laughs> so, okay, so so the man Percy Spencer, at the age of 18 months old, his dad died, okay? And his mom soon left him to, to go live with his aunt and uncle, kind of like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but Ooh, just at like 18 months old. Born and raised. 
yeah. in the playground is where I spend most of my days. Or Jimmy Chilling, spend- maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shit. Playing some b-ball outside of the school when a couple of guys who are up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Okay. Anyways. We digress. It happens. So... Then his uncle died when Spencer was seven years old. He uh, Spencer subsequently left grammar school and at the age of 12 began working at a... Uh, He's like, fuck grandma. He, he started working at a spool mill by the age of 12 years old. I'm not 100% what a spool mill is. Um, we'll come so, back to that. He, he do they continued... build spools or do they spool things? Hey, we'll come back to that. that yeah. The story was fucking awesome. He did that until he was 16 years old. Then at this time, he heard about a nearby paper mill that was electrifying. I put that in air quotes, uh, which which intrigued him, given that a few in his town had uh, in the remote community of Maine, America, America, Maine, that's right next to New Brunswick. There Fuck you go. Yeah. Knew much about electricity, so like these people are just getting electricity in a paper mill, and Spencer's like, yo. What the fuck's going on here? And the, the, the dude's 16 years old, okay? Let me go check out this fucking this electricity shit. Pause. A spool mill is a mill that makes wooden spools. Oh, nice. they, they, so it is literally a spool mill. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Holy fuck. So, so given that a few in his town uh, knew barely anything about uh, electricity, he began learning what he could about it and managed to, began, uh, to become one of three people that were hired to install electricity into this plant. <laughs> Yo, Johnny, we come install some electricity here in this old box. Yo, you got that electricity? Yeah, He's like, yeah I got that electricity. I'm one of three. Only me. Like me it's, and I want, three guys I want, on the West Coast. I want me an electric glass. <laughs> Johnny. So, so get this. Make this shit electric. Despite never receiving any formal training in electrical engineering, nor even finishing grammar school. He comes from the school of... Oh, yeah, okay, don't touch don't, that one. Don't, don't do touch that, that one. Okay. Don't touch that one. <laughs> so, so at the age of 18, Spencer decides to join the U.S. Navy after becoming interested in wireless communications. Wi-Fi. Directly following learning of the wireless operators aboard the Titanic when it sank. Okay, so he was like, what the... He's like, what the fuck happened I could have been like... Iceberg! Turn left! Turn left! So, while with the Navy, he made himself an expert on radio technology. And here's a quote by him. I just got a hold of a lot of textbooks and taught myself while I was standing at night. He also subsequently taught himself... He doesn't sleep at night. No, standing. Get this, he taught himself trigonometry, calculus, chemistry, physics, metallurgy, and, and like a bunch of other shit. Wow. Fast forward Props. to 1939, okay? And we have YouTube. He didn't even have YouTube. He didn't even have YouTube. He had books. He had books. books. This motherfucker just sat up at Book nighttime, tube. and he's like, not nah, Germans ain't coming, so I'm no going to learn metallurgy. Do you, do you know metallurgy? I don't. I know how to melt things, but not properly. I what I do know is maybe from like forge. I guess I'm a welder, so fire. maybe. Just little, oh, yeah, bits, forge little, on fire. Yeah. little bits of it we know, but not enough to call ourselves metallurgists. Okay, so get this. <laughs> Once you jump Agreed. forward to 1939, Spencer, now one of the world's leading experts in radar tube design, 
was he's like i at, made all of this shit up look at these radar <laughs> like, tubes this was, was not even with real this company <laughs> called raytheon at the head of the power tube division raytheon largely due to his reputation and expertise uh spencer managed to help raytheon win the government contract to develop and produce combat radar equipment for MIT's radiation laboratory. This was a huge importance to the Allies and became the military's second highest priority during World War II, behind the Manhattan Project. It also saw Spencer's staff rise from 15 employees to over 5,000 in the next few years. Holy shit. That's insane. So this motherfucker taught himself... And became the leading expert in 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 his field, and now is running. A, How a dumb are people? This, this guy's is, like, you know what? I'm just gonna learn. Are you kidding me? How Fuck smart people. are people? This guy. No, is he is smart. He. And that's what I'm saying. Is like, why are we all so dumb? Yeah, why are we all so <laughs> dumb when this guy can literally just pick up books and become a leading expert in what someone has? It's not like he came up with the thing. So, no, he, he just, just read what somebody in. else wrote about it. Yeah. It's like watching YouTube videos and then being like, I'm the YouTube king now. I've, I've seen, you know what Look I at saw? Me. I saw a video. I'm the captain. <laughs> I'm the captain. Speaking of. Uh... I saw a girl become a skateboard expert. This girl was like, I really like, no, oh, sorry, dancing. It was breakdancing. She was walking, uh, watching breakdancing videos on YouTube. And now she's like 13 years old and this kick-ass breakdancer. Yeah, and I can she, do and that. she's like, yeah, I started watching YouTube videos like. Two and a half years ago. But yeah, it, it was the same. It's like an instructional thing. You start watching it and doing it. I uh, There's a story about a scientist like a hundred and some years ago who never knew how to swim. So he spent like three weeks reading about it and then jumped in the water and drowned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. kick your feet and you put your arms like this and you turn your head. and you... Also known as drowning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you kick your feet. You try to turn your face like this, and yeah, that's what you look like when you're gonna die. It's like because he believed in like being able to mentally learn something so well that you didn't have to actually physically practice it. He was testing the like plausibility of using your mind. Like if you could like read about how to play hockey enough, then if you finally did put on skates and a stick, you could go play hockey. My little sister once had a coach like that. She never played hockey in her life, but she learned about it in school. And that was the coach of my sister's hockey team. It was, when it was a fucking disaster. And that's how you get the president of the United States of America. Like, so, I can understand for like little kids, maybe. If you knew the game, you could be like, we'll try to be here and then pass to this guy. Yeah, and... sorry, pardon me. When that happened, my sister was not like a <laughs> small child. No, it was like college hockey. No, it wasn't oh, college. It, wasn't? It, was, it was when she was a teenager, but it yeah. was still like... We're in Canada, so hockey at a teenage level is like football at a teenage level in the States. Yeah, yeah it's pretty it's, serious. It's taken seriously. Because by 15, 16, you're part of your WHL. So they you're definitely on your who, you can be on Team Canada for the U16. Yeah. They definitely the knew who Connor McDavid and Sidney oh, Crosby yeah. were at fuck 15. Yeah. At 12, 13, they knew who the fuck yeah. they were. Guaranteed. Easily. Okay, so we all we all talked about Spencer when he melted the chocolate bar in his pocket, okay? So, uh, Spence, he... did you just shit your pants out of the front of, <laughs> front of your pants? He's like, yeah, it was Stop a front one. shitting, Spencer. Yeah. Front shitting. Spence, dude. <laughs> did you again? front shit again? Did, yeah. you, did you just shout out your dick? <laughs> dick shit. So, okay, so, so he wasn't the first to notice something with radar, uh, but he was the first to, to kind of 
continue down the path and investigate it. Is it weird um, when you say radar that I just immediately go to MASH? The dude and was MASH earrings? is way before my time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think the same thing. It's okay. Yes. So, anyways, he and his colleagues uh, began trying to heat other foods and objects to see if uh, if the heating would would react the same to any other objects. Guess what? The first uh, the shit that they they tried very first when they first were like, "Hey, aluminum your foil." No, they was like, he was like, "Hey," he goes, "Hey, your chocolate bar melted. We should try other foods to heat up." What do you think they tried? Oh, jeez. That's a good one. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Hamburger meat. Popcorn kernels. Oh. The the first, the second thing to ever be microwaved. Yes. Popcorn. Popcorn kernels. So they're like, yeah, we're making popcorn for this shit. I feel like Which we're I in, thought was pretty cool. I just got to point out, I feel like we're kind of in Laser Quest right now. Pointing with Shane's out. vaping all over the place. Look at how uh, smoky it is in here. <laughs> like, we, Cody, can you take a picture of this? We'll put, we'll post it on uh, YouTube. More than likely. Not YouTube. <laughs> we'll post it somewhere. <laughs> Do up and down really quick. Can you catch that with your camera? Can you camera? take that picture right now? More than likely. Not at this very minute. All right. Anyways. Well, yeah. Sorry, so, keep going. Uh, Spencer tried to to microwave an egg first. <laughs> so cool, but uh, he kind of had some 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 terrible. Did it explode in his face? Yes. Burning Every dummy knows not to microwave an egg. <laughs> you gotta poke a hole in the shell, bro. You gotta poke a hole in the shell. Yeah, it said the first one that he did intentionally was popcorn kernels, which became the world's first microwave popcorn. Spencer then decided to try an egg. He got a kettle and cut a hole in the side, then put the whole egg in the kettle and positioned the magnetron to direct the microwaves into the hole. The result was the egg exploding in the face of one of his co-workers. <laughs> he wasn't even who him. Was He's looking like, in the kettle Johnny, as the take, egg take, exploded. Take John, get your face down there. He's I like, no, but it. I can see it from here, boss. He's like, no, no, no. no. I need your face in exploding... So, so Spencer then created what we might call the first true microwave oven, attaching a high-density electromagnetic ah. field generator to an enclosed metal box. The magnetron would then shoot into the metal box so that the electromagnetic waves would have no way to escape, which would allow for more controlled and safe experimentation. Uh, when then placed various foods in the box and monitored their temperature to observe the effect. The company Spencer was for working for, Raytheon, then filed a patent on October 8, 1945 for a microwave cooking oven, eventually named, now this is a dope-ass name. I've got that microwave Radar range. Oven. Radar range. Radar range. Because what do you call a stove? It's a range. It's a range. It's a range oven. Yeah. So now this is a radar range. Because so what I take from this story the microwave was essentially designed to stop eggs from exploding in people's eyes. So maybe you should microwave eggs because that was its original design. Kind of. Is to have things explode in it. Get this. The first commercially produced microwave oven <laughs> was about six feet tall and weighed about <laughs> 750 pounds. What's that song? The price tag on these units? Take a stab at how much the Hold first on. microwave okay. cost. This is 1945? Uh, 1945, six foot tall, 750 pound microwave. Okay, hold on. 1500 bucks. Uh, I'm going to, 
I'm gonna go thirty five hundred. Y'all, y'all are way up. Five grand. He five was... grand in nineteen forty five. Well, it's like the first. How computers. much was a fucking car in nineteen forty five? Probably like a thousand dollars or something. Something like that, I would think. Car prices, 1945? It, it wasn't until 1967 that the first microwave oven that was both relatively affordable and reasonably sized countertop model became uh, available, which was at 500 bucks. Well, even remember, well, I don't really remember it, but VCRs when they were new were like $800. Hey, well, let's, let's bring it to our generation. Look at that. 3D printers. I nailed it. Car prices, 1945 so you $1,020. You could I buy five a, fucking cars. I said a thousand bucks. You could buy five fucking cars. <laughs> the prices, right? I'd be spinning or cook, a turkey in, <laughs> or cook a turkey in 20 minutes. Um, you were asking, is ball cancer? Yeah, what about it? That was me. Okay, the type of radiation emitted by the microwave oven is non-ionizing. This means that it doesn't contribute to your chance of getting cancer like x-rays, ultraviolet light, or anything else. Yeah, there. it's not it's not high-powered enough. So I can outside just stare of, into the microwave? Yeah, no, outside yeah, of potential burn nice. risks, experiments done with rodents have, not, uh, have yet to show any major adverse effects of prolonged exposure to microwaves at the 2.45 gigahertz range seen in most microwave ovens. Even with continual low-level exposure, Spencer, Spencer himself, despite being literally surrounded by intense microwaves for much of his life, lived to the ripe old age of 76, dying apparently of natural causes. Little fun fact about microwaves. Little FF. Little FF right You never here. notice on the glass in the front of your microwave? Cody! Yep. Ever notice on the glass on the front of the microwave? Why is this playing something? <laughs> just keep talking you notice how there's like a little like almost looks like a like a screen inside the glass yeah the space between those squares is smaller than the amplitude the distance of the height of the waves so that's why microwaves can't get out of that so the 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 I get my chicks for free that's not the words I just have you not heard this song before? Probably, but I don't know why. Anyways. Because back- they talk about microwaves in the song. Anyways. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining my fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to improve your fun fact, and I've just, I just ruined it. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm it's sorry. okay. We're going to leave this playing, though. Just so for- the screen in the glass. So the zigzags in the screen don't allow the waves to get out. Yes, because the waves are bigger than the space between the like copper screen, whatever it's made of stops a wave from going through it but even if the waves got through we still wouldn't get testicle cancer <laughs> yeah even if they did but you wouldn't want to be standing it'd what probably happens... burn your nuts yeah though. so what happens is based on what i understand of microwaves it's when the two waves coming from different directions intersect that point of intersection causes the molecules there to vibrate and when things vibrate they get hot that's the point Okay, so, and then the faster they're moving, the hotter, the hotter they get. The hotter it gets. So when you bombard a little area with a bunch, they're crisscrossing all over the place. But that's why sometimes when you cook something, like why spinning is a good idea. Because it it's get... random, essentially. But where... doesn't it go from the inside out? Well, because it could be anywhere. It could be the inside, wherever the waves cross. Just two seconds? <laughs> okay. Have you not heard this? I don't think so. How have you not heard this song? 
Sorry. I really hope people can hear it at home. Oh, yeah, they definitely can. But it's at random. It's where the waves cross that causes the heat up. So they could cross inside something before they cross outside something. So the whole, is it is it true, is it an accurate statement to say that microwaves cook from the inside out? Or does it just kind of cook from everywhere? I'll tell you. It cooks from everywhere. But it's random. Some things might cook from the inside out because all the, the waves are crossing inside the thing. Before they, it's just a, it's basically like, everywhere at once. Fuck, I didn't write it down, but it's, it does not cook from the inside out. Or so, outside in. It cooks from everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. So then, like, if, let's say you just had a blob of jello, and, uh, the blob of jello is in the microwave. The middle is not going to he- heat up any quicker than the outsides. No. If there's no way to, but, like, so, it, it kind of heats up randomly, right? Because it's where the waves cross that make the molecule shake. When it shakes, it gets hot. And that's why a lot of microwaves have that spinning plate. Just because it's pretty random where the heat up They're just like are. trying to get into so the like sort butter of, zone. They're like... They're just sort of spinning it. Because some, if you ever notice the microwaves where things sit still, one edge will get a lot hotter than the other edge. I haven't noticed that, but... If you pay attention to it... Like, if you take put something in for, like, a minute, and then you take it out to, like, stir it and put it in again, yeah, you'll notice one side might be hotter than the other if it doesn't have a spinning plate. Because apparently most of the the crossing of waves was on that side of the microwave. I have a microwave fun fact for everybody at home listening. You can put open, uh, you know, juice, con- concentrated juice cans. Oh, yeah, all the time. You. I didn't. Seconds. I didn't know that though. No, like for the long. Shane did it all the time when he lived with me, and I'm like, "What uh, the fuck are you doing?" The first time I saw, you're gonna him, blow my microwave up, and he's like, "Shut up." First time I saw my buddy Matt do it, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" <laughs> he's like, "Yo, just relax. My just mom does this the all the time." Out. I was like, "No, man, you're gonna ruin the microwave. You're gonna ruin it." He's like, "Just relax, bro. Work just fine." So obviously, the metal in that isn't a conductive I think it's metal. Specifically, right? aluminum. Like, that's aluminum? No, 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 because aluminum foil goes nuts. Yeah. But I'm thinking the end of that can so is not aluminum. And peas. Vegetables? Because of the iron and vegetables? Oh, well, I think it's also because of how much water is in them. Here it is. Water heats up and it expands because it turns to steam. Right. And vegetables are, like, a high percentage water. Yeah. So it says, microwave ovens do not cook from the inside out, as many people say. Microwaves actually heat from the outside in, very similar to other heating methods. I feel like I should have. Hmm, I feel like I've. I'm. I was being dumb, and that MythBusters already proved that. I think so. So, do you want to know how badass the Spencer dude continued? Percy. Percy. Do you want to know how badass he continued? How to badass be? is the purse? A long out. Uh, uh sorry, a long oot. out. A long out. Yeah, a long out. Along with figuring out ways to di- to drastically increase production of essential radar sets. Spencer also figured out several ways to make them drastically more sensitive. In the end, his radar attached to bombers flying at relatively high altitudes could detect German U-boats periscopes. So, wow. So, periscopes? Just like- yes. So this dude took normal radar and was like, um, I've read a few books. and <laughs> I've read a few things. I can make this better. To the point where you know those things. You know what that is? Find that little thing they stick out of the water. I can find that. That's the dawn of Gator. 
oh yo this dude's like i know when gays are around because well because well he's the one who's looking for them because he finds the thing that sticks out oh that's cute <laughs> there you go <laughs> So, so oh, wait, for, wait, wait, for wait, his stop, work wait, pause, in this area, pause, hold on, pause. So pause. hold on, he, he, for, for his work pause in this my area, pause. double pause. He was awarded the Distinguished Public Service Award, which is the highest award a civilian can receive by the U.S. Navy. So by a civilian, that's pretty impressive that a civilian can receive the like the highest award that a civilian can get by the Navy. That okay, all right. That's impressive. I, I agree. That is, I agree. <laughs> that's that's pretty great. And then he, th- this motherfucker continued. Hold on, though. Here's my thing. Here it, it is. It blows my mind, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Like, it's crazy to think that someone just can read someone else's knowledge on a subject and come up with their own totally advanced version. In all fairness, though, even going to university, the only difference is someone's telling you what someone else wrote. They're not. You're not reading it. Basically, you're trying to like. You're trying to. <laughs> basically debunk what you're being told to well, that's what science is yeah and the, all the good ones what... are the ones who take what they learn and do something with it question different what... than what the teaching gives you question what is they to, learn to advance to stand on the shoulders but of those who come before I, you i think that's amazing that but in this guy in particular just read books just read it was never told anything else aside from what he read and then he's like oh i can advance on this 100 times Dude, you're an idiot. You I think, just read your book and you're an idiot. You, you missed this, 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 and this. You think reading is crazy? Newton sat there and thought about stuff and saw something fall. And he that invents, asshole invented and he math. He invents calculus overnight. He invents calculus at the same rate that you learn it. In we university. learn about it. How the fuck but do you invent faster. that? So he didn't le- only learn it. He's writing it down and deriving these theories and coming up with it on his own. Are at we, a rate faster than you learned it in university. Can we have you still inv- do that? Have Does you that ever invented happen? anything in your life that no one else has ever invented before? No. Yeah. No. Yes. What? I did, and it was stolen from me. Tagless t-shirts. <laughs> Fucking Hanes. Hanes. Hanes underwear. Stole my tagless t-shirt. Fucking idea. Hashtag I want my millions. I want my billions. My idea was a belt clip for your Xbox controller, so when you have your mic plugged in, you don't have to carry it. You can just clip it on and go in your kitchen and get some food and stuff and still talk to people. Who in the fuck does that? I. But they invented a wireless headset. Yeah. So fuck. Goddamn. Well, no, man, because all the time, like, I'd be talking with guys and I'm, like, trying to do stuff with my hands, but the cord's not long enough to my controller, so I got to, like, bring my controller with but me. But now you're at the mercy of how far your wireless goes. Because it cut. Here's the, here's but it the goes part that. pretty far. No, it goes pretty far, but here's the, the part that pisses me Especially off. Especially up and down. If but the it used to above be. Where you're staying, you'll lose connection, and then when you get in the kitchen, it reconnects. Well, <laughs> it doesn't. I don't, I don't have a wireless uh, headset on Xbox One, but on 360, it used to be if you left the zone, sometimes when you came back in, your headset didn't work again, and you had to fucking shut that's everything what I'm talking, down. That's what, that's what I'm that saying. was bullshit. But for your controller, if you just have the wired one, if you clip the controller to your waist, the controller reconnects every time it's in range. And you could harness it on the battery. Uh, you totally have an idea here. Like you know what I mean? Because all the about, time, like I'm trying. You know to what? T- all of a sudden, I still think fuck. our app would be really good. Oh sh- no, we're not talking about that shit. 
If we can make money <laughs> off that, we're not putting that. That's in. how good I think. That's it is. how good it is. We're not talking about it. If you want to know what we're talking about, and you're a serious and you're serious about getting involved, you better be stuff. a fucking app developer because we can make you yeah, we money. A, we don't know how to go need that far. A fucking someone yeah. who knows like code and how, how to make, make computer stuff. We needed someone to make <laughs> an app. You get in touch with us. We'll fucking we'll give you an equal share because you made what we invented. And you yeah, there's only three of us, so a fourth four way equal square four way split. If you can do it, let us know. We're not telling. It's music. It's you can an do app. It, put your and back it's into fucking it. awesome. That's all you got to know. I can do it. Put your ass into it. Uh, so <laughs> let's uh, just split back here to uh, accidental inventions. Look at so, this one. Look at this one. What do we got here? Oh, Viagra! Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was it. Was well, it was meant for what? Uh, the blood pressure, blood thickening, or so, blood thinning. All right. Well, here we go. Yeah, because it would hold make on. your veins I grow. I got it. I got it. Scientists at Fusfer. Fitzfer. It's Fitzfer. I don't know. Fitz, Fitz. You know, Pfizer. I think it's Pfizer. Yeah, it's Pfizer. 1992. What happened? Und Pfizer. A Welsh Hamlet was ground zero for a <laughs> test on a pill to fight angina. <laughs> angina is a heart condition. That's hilarious that angina makes dicks hard. <laughs> 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 Vagina makes. I'm just uh, saying. Uh, unfortunately we, uh, for the, the afflicted, it had little success against the disease. <laughs> but the big discovery. I had a witty for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but if it like, goes past four, call your doctor. <laughs> how long do you think these guys took the pill before they decided to share the side effects? Where he's like, fuck, do I tell him that my dick was hard all day long? <laughs> he's like, like, do I tell the doctor that? He's like, I, si- I signed up to tell him, but this is embarrassing. My <laughs> wife sneezed while her head was on my lap, and I got a hard on for fucking a day and a half. I fucking blew a load right <laughs> on her face. I just in my pants. She sneezed, <laughs> and then her gun was suddenly hooked on a pole. <laughs> <laughs> she sneezed, and all of a sudden there's a hard on in her mouth. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Lawsuits out there. Pfizer. What the? Allegedly, allegedly, we're not saying Pfizer. You know what? Viagra is a good for the. I don't need it yet. I'm not that old, but if I do need it, I'm glad it's around. I like watching the YouTube videos where people like. Like, I saw one guy prank his brother by grinding one up and put it in his Gatorade. Oh, jeez. And he had a heart on all afternoon, and they're out shopping and going to the mall. And he's like, dude, why you got such a big boner? They're standing in line. And he's just, like, <laughs> calling him out. Just- that is so fucking mean. You it's- dose someone with Viagra, and then you're like, hey, let's go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not fair, man. That's so funny. Fucking rude. It makes for great YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet no that kidding. guy's got at least a million views. Oh yeah, it's way yeah. I wish there was. I wish there was YouTube for certain things. There's YouTube for everything. No, when I was younger. Oh. Like I wish porn was as easy to get on the computer back in the dial-up days. I don't think it was because I of don't. dial-up. I do. I don't. Man, I you used know to sit why? there for like three hours to get like half a boob. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I think I think porn is ruining sex for young kids right now because it's so easy to get. Well, I think what it's doing is desensitizing. Do you remember fantasizing about thongs sticking out of girls' pants well, that's or what bra I'm straps? It's desensitizing you to what makes you excited because that's if it's because all around you, all the time. You couldn't see it. You need more to get excited. If you wanted to see a titty, you had to work for that shit. Yeah, but you now had to, everywhere. You had to work to see a titty. Now I just got to look about two feet above your head. 
Yeah, I got fucking, I got a naked titty right above me. (laughs) (laughs) Things are good in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Not gonna tell the listeners. I think if you if you take it to that level, yeah, you can definitely abuse it. But like, just know what's real and don't be fucking weird about it. (laughs) Like, like, think about it. If you were go back to eleven year old Jesse. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like I had a duotang with printed off porno in it yo but it wasn't I found, porno it was I found, just like naked but like I found Jeff's dad's old so playboys excited. but yeah you see a picture and it would only be if your buddy's dad had a well my dad used to hide him a... under the sink it's like that is not a good hiding spot my buddy's spot. dad had like a room full of bookshelves of my, pornos and it my grandma like found my playboy <laughs> once like, so many of them there's nothing you could do with them they were just stacked to the fucking ceiling like I have purposely <laughs> kept I'm not we lying to you. Look at porno, get used to it. <laughs> I'm not lying to you guys. I have purposely kept Playboys in my house in a duffel bag so that when my kids get older, they accidentally find my Playboys <laughs> like I did. Yeah, but you we, you don't have a boy, so it's a little weird. Whatever. I don't know. You know what? Every time I've read Playboy and yeah, I read them. I don't anymore. I just bought it for the articles, man. Yeah, I, no, I just, bought them for the titties, yeah. and when the titties got old, I was like, what do these words say? Yeah. So then I started reading them. But you know what's cool? The, the centerfolds, they would often say, the reason I wanted to be a playmate was because I found my dad's playboys, and you're like, oh, weird. I hope my daughter doesn't become a centerfold, but... A little... Yeah, you're kind of setting up a weird uh, I'll keep it for my son. <laughs> a little yeah. aside. Next round. Next round. A little yeah, aside, the game Mafia 3... You can go. You can collect like Playboy magazines. Oh yeah, kind of like the Spider Man where you where you uh, collected the covers. You kind of, but yeah, you'd collect Playboy magazines. But yeah, it, it, real. It, of course, there's titties in it, but that's not the point. There's like actual magazines from like 1963. And it's, like, Did you it's know December from that year, and it's got the actual cover nice. and then, like an article inside. Did Mafia you know since Playboy's inception, they've I'm had a Playboy bunny through. on every cover. Mm-hmm. There's a Playboy bunny on every single cover of what? Of Playboy, I would hope so. No, but there's a hidden there's there's a hidden bunny right in the name where it says Playboy. <laughs> there's a right hidden in bunny. Play and boy, there's always a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> a hidden one, like a Where's Waldo. It's like hidden Mickey, but hidden Playboy bunny. It's for adults. <laughs> you know what? I used to like those books just because Where's Waldo brought it up. It was called like I Spy or something, but it was like just pages of like a table full of things. I was just, uh, or that, or okay. I think you find, uh, we like, may a have or we a... may have talked about. I don't know if we did before, but remember in school in the library, it'd be a big book, but then it'd be like a castle where it's cut away, and then there's dudes taking a shit, and there's dudes oh, chopping other dudes' heads. Oh, and you keep turning the page, and it's like a different cutaway. It'll be like a submarine, book. and then it'll be yeah. like a castle. Those, those are my favorite books. I, I just ever, I just brought that up to a guy at work, and he goes, no, nah, man, never saw those. Everyone We're, sc- did we just have the shittiest school ever that let like these books with people chopping people's heads off and taking dumps on people? <laughs> we, had like, them, we had them in our – there would be like a haunted house, and you'd turn a page, and there'd be like fucking but, weird shit. But it'd be like – it'd be the house, but it'd be cut – like it, the walls like would be cut away, and then there'd be like, it'd be like a huge castle. Yeah, I remember them. You could, I think, at the book fair days, I think you could buy the cross section books. Book that fair, shit was to buy uh, like pencils and erasers. And Dude, that shit would. Book fly fair anymore. day was the greatest. That, sh- day that shit would lunch, not man. fly anymore. I remember Texas Donut Day. 
In elementary, we had hot lunch every Wednesday. The hot dog day? Well, no. Do you remember it, it was Texas Donut Day? No. I, never in, had I grew that? up in New Brunswick. Oh, well, we had Texas Donut Day. We didn't grow up in day, Texas. And that's fat-ass people donut day. Uh, in New Brunswick, well, in elementary, there was no cafeteria or nothing. So it was, you just brought uh, your Stephen own Stephen Beasley's cross-sections. There was hot lunch every week, and they'd, you'd have a form to fill. It'd be different. Sometimes it'd be a burger from Wendy's. Sometimes it'd be pizza. Sometimes burger be from pizza. Wendy's? Oh, yeah, from different places. Pizza from, like, Pizza Twice or something from McDonald's. So they just, the school would hit up local spots and be like, hey, we're doing lunch this week. And what they would do is the week prior, you would fill out a form and send it in. It was five bucks, so your parents would fill it out and send it in with the money. You'd give it to the teacher. Then all that money they'd pool and they'd go to McDonald's and buy like 400 burgers for all the students that bought hot lunch. So at lunchtime, you didn't have to wait to get your lunchbox and sit in class and eat it. Teacher would go around with a trolley and you'd get like hamburgers from McDonald's and shit. It was awesome. Yo, that's pretty dope. Yeah. (laughs) I remember having hot dog day and... Yeah, yo. Well, this is a sand crawler, but, but we didn't have these it, ones. But these are, this kind of <laughs> this is a visual dictionary, my friend. Is this this is <laughs> basically? But, but I, I want to go to hold on. Let's yeah, because I remember going through these and looking through through the castles and or the ships they did like the Titanic, and you're like, where's the where's the bathrooms? I like the where's the, where's the bathrooms? Where's always, the morgue? I had a biology where's one the... with animals, so you'd have like a bumblebee all cross sectioned or like oh a, yeah, it was so cool. We had nothing but we. I just remember the buildings. It was all buildings, castles, um, ships. They did like the Empire State Building. They did whole bunch of shit that was at, that that ended up being right there on the left one, Jesse. Yeah, seeing it would Beastie's incredible cross section. That was the one. That was the one. They had these books all over our our uh, school and our school library. Shout out Fairview. Fairview. What's up? Cross section. Yo, my buddy hit me up on Instagram the other day. He was rocking the gym strip from Fairview, and he was wearing mine with the Kaluzny last name in it. Somehow he ended up with my shirt, and he's what? like, and he's like, yo, shout out to my brother Kaluzny. Speak, yeah. Speaking of cross sections, you know how a lot of scientists, well, like in biology and anatomy, have like really refined exactly how everything is positioned in your body? Because you lay something down and cut it out, it's sort of like laying there. And Well, they'll take a cadaver and freeze it, and they have this special machine with a, a knife, and they'll slice something into like a million, like micro. Is that how they slices. do that, uh, the Body Works show? Well, the one where they well, that is that the one where they like inject people and then. Well, the like body plastic? works where where they pose the veins or that's they... not how they do it, but what they do there is they inject people with some sort of a resin that essentially turns all their tissues to like a plastic, so they can like do that and then remove layers and take away parts and everything inside. Oh, Jesse's got that on lockdown. Check this shit out. This was like Google Earth before Google Earth existed. <laughs> it's hard to zoom in. You would sit and stare at these, and you'd go slowly. So oh, many yeah. These cross okay, so books. what we're looking at is a cross-section of like an 18th century ship. So picture a ship on a screen and a blade slicing down from the top to the bottom. It's cut in slices. Like five feet. And all the slices are spread out like a loaf of bread. You pulled all the pieces apart and can see between them. Yeah, so in one compartment you see the the oh. barrels that they're shipping. You see the guys rowing. This, this one's my favorite, the cruise ship. The boilers and the different layers of like... You notice how the rooms get more luxurious as you go to the top? Yeah. The third class stayed on the bottom. And- Calgary had the Titanic uh, exhibit. 
Really? At the Science Center, like oh. a bunch of years they also ago. I had that, like, naked, or not naked, the, the dead body, body works? one, yeah. I went to the Titanic one. That I was, heard it was really good. Buddy, that was fucking incredible. So when you walk really in, good. as soon as you pay your way to get in, you get a boarding pass. And you get a boarding pass based on whether you're a male or a female. Okay? So I got a male, and my friend, I went with my friend. I would hope you'd get a male. Yeah. I went with my friend Kate Litvak, a teacher who lives out in Lethbridge. Shout out to her. She's like my one of my favorite friends. Um, we went, and as you're going through, you get to see they have unopened bottles of champagne from the Titanic that are on display. That they got from the bottom of the yeah, ocean? that are from the... Sh- they got, they got uh, dishes, benches, pieces of anchors. Hold they have on. benches that were from the deck. They got clothes money they've reset up suites and then they've done the conversion for money some of these trips and some of these suites are the equivalent of like forty thousand dollars for a ticket to ride on this fucking boat that's shit it was absolutely incredible and then at the very end of it you take your boarding pass and on my boarding pass i was uh i think i was a famous photographer who was traveling with his female companion who was like his girlfriend his muse is whatever the hell it was concubine no (laughs) no not quite my side chick i was a photographer it was his you know whatever concubine and then when you're done you go and there's this big giant wall mural of all the people who were on the boat on titanic and you figure out whether you lived or you died (laughs) so uh, you take your boarding pass and you look at the end and it's this Massive You're like, oh no, names. I died. Well, being that I was a male on the Titanic, chances the are I died. Chances are I died. Yeah, but it, it was it was really cool because there was a whole bunch of people standing there, and some people would be like, "Oh, I lived," <laughs> and you were like, "Oh, you son of a bitch, <sighs> like, you fucking made it." A fun science aside, again, from you're talking about recovered bottles from the, the ocean. People would say, well, how does that happen? Because it's at the bottom of the ocean and there's too much pressure. Wouldn't the bottle crush? Well, the bottle, if it's full, if of, it's full of liquid. It's, you cannot crush it. Yeah, you can't compress. For those who don't know, liquid is uncom- incompressible. Incompressible. That, it's true to a certain point, but there is such a thing. Like they theorize, you know, Europa, the moon around Jupiter. Yeah. That has a big ice sheath, but the elliptical orbit so the difference in gravity from jupiter causes it to heat up inside because it's like needing a piece of clay and they yeah. presume there's an ocean under the ice well if the, they if they presume an ocean there's life there pretty much they think so what the fuck but is they there presume that this ocean there's more water than there is on earth it's so big and it goes so <sighs> deep that the pressure gets so high at the bottom it forms a new type of material that they presume they call it ice seven it's not that it freezes is that the water is under so much pressure it's like turning carbon into diamond it crushes into this perfect crystalline structure and it's super super hard oh my god so you can compress water but it takes okay so there (laughs) so if there was life living on the on the i'm gonna say surface on the water or in the water yeah there would be massive pressures there They'd probably be on a molecular level if there was any living life. Pressures would be like a thousand times greater than the deepest oceans on Earth. I guess given... And and there would still be water. Like, it takes like millions and billions of times the pressure that we... But but there would still be like a 13-kilometer area that would be water, probably deep, 
even deeper, maybe Man. like a hundred miles deep of water. So around the entire planet, under like fuck me. three miles of ice. I wonder if they have a civilization, some sort of underwater water weird, world. Up. Fucking water world. And the people are just, or people, the things are just itching to break through the ice. I'm gonna get through the and ice. One day, one day we're gonna break them loose. We will form a fucked. joint civilization, and then we'll travel to the stars and take over the universe. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Have you ever taken a dive down into, like, the Marvel Universe? Lately, actually, last night I watched, I don't know if this is Marvel or not, uh, they were fighting Thanos, Wolverine, Captain America, even Doctor Doom was fighting with them. Oh, yeah? And Thanos uh, is the destroyer of worlds. That's what it was. And, and it was like a, a whole series, and the guy was going through each page one by one. And you could read them yourself, but he's talking about what's happening and, like, the theories behind it. And I got hooked watching these, and I watched them, like, all night long. That's really cool. Yeah, it was really quite interesting. There's, Marvel has a massive universe. Thanos is insanely powerful. What? I heard they're going to make a movie. What are you going to do to Thanos? Because didn't he, like, snap his fingers and kill half the universe? He's poten- he has the potential to so do that. So what do you do? You Kick him well, in the balls. There's the galaxy stones. Yeah, but he has them all. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You kind of have to have those. Well, so speaking of that, this is again an aside. If he has them all, does he kill uh, the dude in uh, Civil War? Uh, the prophet that flies around with this one in his head. Vision. Vision, yeah. I don't know. I haven't get, I haven't read into have, that. Like, Vision's head on a stick. I haven't. <laughs> you know what? I haven't, I haven't read into that. But there's like the galaxy is a whole nother character in Marvel where like everything that we live in is a character yeah but like if you want a really really fun read uh deadpool versus thanos is a really fun read oh because of his thanos's love of death yes and and dead yeah so so basically thanos destroys worlds for death because he loves death death is actually a female it's like an entity that's like a person or whatever yeah so death is its own deadpool loves death doesn't death loves deadpool as well ah so but there's someone there's a trifecta there isn't thanos. there right so thanos, thanos is trying to impress death death loves deadpool but thanos. he's trying to like win her over so what <laughs> happens is thanos i'm mean, spoiler alert it's an old comic but fucking go out and read it it's really good thanos ends up like uh cursing deadpool with everlasting life so that he could never be with death because if Deadpool died, then he could be with death, death. eternally. Mm-hmm. And that's why he can never die. Pretty much. Fucking Thanos. <laughs> Fucking little Plus, bitch. Thanos looks badass. He's just a badass character. My first around. introduction to him was the Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't even know about Thanos until that happened. And I see him sitting in his throne, like on an asteroid belt. Dude, I got some comics for you to read then. And, and, and I'm like... That dude is not to be fucked with. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a he's a powerful son of a bitch. Jesse, do you know of any other accidental inventions? I happen to have a whole list right here. I got a couple of things to say too about spinoffs in the sense that right, we were talking about this. What are they called? You you had a word for it? Spinoffs. Was it spin-off? Yeah, that was the only word I've ever used for it. There's probably some better name for it. I'm not talking about, like, the 50s TV series or the... <laughs> but, like, uh, LASIK eye surgery probably wouldn't ever be a thing 
if we had never gone to space. And that's why it's called LASIK, because it came from SpaceX. We talked oh! to aliens and found lasers. Well, no, because you oh. build a space station. When you fire your astronauts up there, you got to somehow dock with that station. It's the SpaceX station. So, essentially, what you're doing is looking at a hole, and there's a laser trying to line everything up. When you're in space, you're going like 25,000 miles an hour. Lasers. Inches away from something. You, you want to be lined up just right, or else... we got to get that <laughs> laser precision. So those algorithms that find where to connect and line things up developed by docking space stations. Some engineer goes, hey, you know what else we could do with that? Burn we could direct lasers eyeballs. so precisely that we could just burn what we need to in your eye to make you see again. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine the first guy, they're like, Good. The, do I do it's, it? It's all the algorithms developed. I'm willing to bet they found a blind rat. But the thing is, it's like, can they? They can't do completely blind people, so they got to be like a guy who can still kind of see. And he's like, well, because there's usually a reason that you, if you're completely blind, it's you're like you're pretty much fucked. Yeah, you can't laser your eyes when you're completely but blind, right? It's people who had vision once and then. Do but that's things. what I'm saying is, you got to find someone who's like, well, I can kind of see. I'm gonna trust you just to burn the fucking first little layer off my face. And but I'm going to be able to see again. The math that made that possible was only because someone was trying to dock in space. If no one ever docked in space, I don't know that anyone would sit down and try to write those algorithms to do that because it wouldn't have even been something like that. The idea from the code to like, we need it so precise that it is within a fraction of a millimeter. Oh, a fraction of like a micron, probably like, like we're talking like atomic level precision. And they're like, yeah, let's do that on the eyes. They're like, yep, that's a good idea. Bob, you need new eyes? Come on over. <laughs> I'm going to burn your eyeballs off. Uh, so Botox, not to change the subject or anything, Botox was invented accidentally. Yeah, you want botulism in your face? The inventors were yeah. Alistar and <laughs> Jean Cathiers, or maybe Jean, I don't know. It was 1987. What happened was brothers the... for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's why Shane's here. <laughs> I'm like, he's I'm going to find where he saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you can see that far. Yeah, I can see. I can read that from here. Easy. Uh, the couple were using a small doses of deadly toxin to treat cross eyes, <laughs> eyelid spasms and other eye muscular disorders when they noticed an interesting side effect. The big discovery was the wrinkles magically disappeared. As a result, the, uh, Expressionless face became the it look, thanks to Botox. The expressionless Man. face. Reader, Reader's Digest is so sassy. <laughs> They're so sassy. They're so sassy. They're so sassy. Okay, keep scrolling here. I want to see something else. Brandy. Eh, we know liquor. We did a liquor one. All right. What's next? <laughs> Mauve. 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 Whatever. It was invented so by William a, Perkins in 1856. Artificial dye, right? No. Yeah. He was intent on discovering a cure for one of the deadliest diseases in the world, malaria. The big discovery was while trying to replicate the malaria fighter... What's that say, Shane? Quinine? 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 Oh, Mr. Smart Guy doesn't know what that says. Uh, in, sorry. In the laboratory, <laughs> <laughs> Perkins inadvertently... Inadvertently discovered the color mauve? 
Instead, so he's trying to he's trying to cure a motherfucking disease, and he's like, "Eureka, a new color." But go back up. There's a the key point is the last sentence. Perkin forgot about malaria and made a mint establishing the synthetic dye industry. See? So what I said was right. There's a synthetic dye that he invented. Fucking oh. asshole. What an asshole. So he's like, yeah, I don't need to cure diseases. I can make fucking money making dyes. What that a dickhead. Ten, that wasn't 10 already, was it? What a dick. All right. Well, fuck it. Look, I just happened to have another one. The internet. It's amazing. Businessinsider.com. No, what I'm saying is the internet is oh, is an accidental invention in a sense. It's because in the, the internet's from like the 80s, early 80s, or late 80s, early 90s. It's kind of when the internet was becoming a thing. Right. <laughs> and it's because that was when we were really advancing our technology in particle accelerators like CERN. Not CERN. At the time, it was probably a lab in California. I forget the name of it. A lineal accelerator. Instead of a circle, it's two lines. Essentially, what they're doing is slamming particles Trying to blast, at yeah. At the speed of light to break them apart enough to see what shit's really made of. Right, right, right. So what is shit really made of? Oh, there's a t- chart of the particles. You can look it up. It's chart of the particles. Electrons and Shane protons. blew my mind one afternoon. But the thing about it is... the internet. context, it's a weird statement. The internet was... An invention by the scientists trying to compile all that data, like something when, when the uh, large large hadron colliders turned on, there's something like four billion gigs of data per second being generated. How big is the server farm to hold that? Like probably like like an apartment building underground. This and, is like, hey, and I just want <laughs> hold on, hold on. I just want to point out. Weren't you saying something about? Okay, so if you're gonna. And yeah, Greenness. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go there. No, I, I wanted to hear this. If you're going to be the person who says you shouldn't drive a car, you should be more green, you should drive electric, blah, 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 then you should get the fuck off the internet because the internet has one of the biggest uh, carbon footprints. Well, not one of the biggest. It has a big it's carbon footprint. Probably the maintenance of all the things that no, make it work. Exactly. Nobody <laughs> understands that sending an email, there is a apartment building full of servers. Well, not just that. Think about the satellites in space. They had to launch a rocket to get it up there. So the amount of carbon just... Just to do that. Just to do that. Now know, that's... Something like... You know, a billion people have to use the internet for a certain amount of time every time you do that just to pay for the car. Like, so, but exactly. So, if you're going to say our oil sands shouldn't exist, then get the fuck off the internet, please. But what I'm saying is that the internet was invented by all these scientists. There's so much data here, and we're all trying to send it to each other and communicate because we're working together. There's scientists all trying to find the answers. Yeah. So, they're all questioning each other. More minds at it, the better. How do we, because individually downloading all this data and trying to individually send it to everybody it's impossible we need like a there needs to be some sort of like cloud system there needs to be some sort of there is already a cloud system but you know what i mean like we need like like a we need a global cloud system so so some programmer wrote this program to allow all this information to be shared with everybody at once and that's the dawn of the internet fuck you heard it here yeah (laughs) First time used, ever, the history of first, the internet. It was used first, aside from the scientists, by the military. 
Well, yeah. And then it everything became, comes from the military. And then it became everything a public thing. And look where it's brought us, man. Think of instant knowledge. Anything you need to know, you pull this little box out of your pocket. Dude, I, yeah, exactly. I got and it sitting like, right in everybody front of me. Yeah, teacher said you'd never have a calculator. Fuck you. <laughs> I have two of them. I have more I have, than a calculator. Wait, let's, let's count how many calculators it's we more have than that, at this yeah. table. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Xbox. Seven. Seven calculators sitting at our table at our disposal, no problem. But they'll you won't always have a calculator, Shane. Be like, eh, Mrs. Mrs. Morell, maybe I will have a calculator. And if I don't, then I will wait to answer well, your question. Crazy and is I'll that find if you look calculator. at sci-fi from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, everyone thought there would be a boom in energy, flying cars, going into the stars. And weren't we disappointed? What it ended up being was completely unforeseen is a boom in information. Yeah. It's an information boom. It's a completely different future. But what that can bring us is pretty insane things. But everyone thought it would be an energy boom. It's not. We're still running on the same fossil fuels from 100 years ago. It was an information boom. We're still waiting but, for our energy. Yeah, there's... Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to somebody's gonna come up with fucking something. Well, there's there's technology that it's not, it's not there yet. But they want, it, they want it to be there, but it's not there yet. There is you, nothing better than fossil fuels. They want wind, solar, green. But you think of electric cars even, how far they've come. And it's great. Like, driverless electric cars will be the future eventually. We're about 100 years off. I think we're about 100 years till we have, we, yeah, because we have those cars crashing into other cars because of a white. So the the car crashed into the side of a truck because it was a giant box truck that had a white uh, background and the car thought it was just sky. (laughs) <laughs> and it ran right into it. Couldn't differentiate. Yeah. Cannot so compute. I think we are 100 years away from real. We are taking these passengers to Coruscant. Where are you taking every... them? We have advanced more in the last 10 years than we have in the last 100 but, years. But more technology. Technologically you're right, speaking. You're right. But look, so if you're talking technology for just driverless cars, Tesla and the Google car drive themselves already. Guys, yeah, guy, yeah guy, but guys those are cars are causing accidents, and they're Here's running the red lights now. Here's the thing. They're still driving themselves. So that, that technology's already here. I want to say that technology was there in the per- 80s, though. I want to say, say a that. perfect driving system is 100 years away, you're discounting the fact that we're going to be rid of the combustion engine. Well, I think one thing to Hopefully take in 100 on years. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like, But... Uh, Electric, driverless cars are electric, here within the next 10. No, they're already less. here, but I'm saying perfect driverless technology where you can just jump yeah. in the car. One thing less to consider. No, one no, thing to consider. No we're talking 100 about years might have been a that's a that's a long time, but like 50 years. That's my guess. <laughs> one thing to consider. Okay, this is based on Moore's law. The fact that our technology has gone up 10 times. What is Moore's law for people who don't know? That's like what me. I'm explaining right now. Sorry, Shane, I'm jumping it's, to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the rate of technology technological increase. Like every year it doubles, essentially. And it's crazy, right? Like so there's it, nothing so that's like why it. we've advanced more in the last 10 years than we have in the last 100 because the more advanced you get, the quicker you advance. Right. The thing is, is that's based on what we use nowadays for our chips is silicone. Not taking into account some new... Well, no, not that. There's only so much room. 
a silicon atom is only so big. So you get things small Haven't enough. Haven't they changed it, though? We're working on that. Okay. But to, typically, it's still... Silicon, silicon is the go-to material. You can only make something as small as the size of the molecule itself. So our technology, yes, it's been increasing like crazy, but we're getting to the threshold of as small as you can possibly get. It's that curve is going to level out. That's why phones are getting bigger again. Based on, because you can only go so small, the molecule is only so big. So once we hit that plateau, we're not going to keep going steeper and steeper. We're going to plat. We're gonna level out. Cody, that's why bring- we need a new... Technology. technology or a new that's where quantum computers come in you bring up a point phones are getting bigger i think my this is a good size for a phone uh, i got an iphone 6 right now yeah i'm, I'm behind the, the times six. i but just, just got to the it. six not the six plus or whatever that's too big uh it's in line with like the samsung and the everything else this is as big as i think i want to go do you think it it's fits funny? in my pocket? What what I find humorous is in our lifetime the bone in your leg between your knee and your hip. Humorous. Humorous. Um <laughs> in our lifetime, Jesse, we have seen the birth of cell phones. We have seen the shrinkage of cell phones, and we have seen now the enlargement of cell phones. It went up and then it went down. When when, when cell phones up. first came out, they were fucking bricks. Everybody knows this. Then they tried to get them as small as they possibly could. And do you remember girls in the early 2000s trying to find phones that were fucking three inches long that were a flip phone to fit into their tiny little purses? Yeah. The smaller the phone. the only place they wanted them. No, the smaller the phone, the smaller the phone you can get, the better was like the early 2000s. It was the, the, the thought. And then you could get the internet on your phone. So now you need a big Now you need see. a screen. To see what's going on. Now you can see titties on your phone. Oh, now it's got to go big. Get Ever wars. since you can get porn on your phone, phones started getting bigger. That's why you have an iPhone Plus that is the fucking size of a computer screen. Like, I might as well carry around my iPod. Like it Your iPad. Just put a fucking yeah, SIM yeah, card in it. It doesn't fit my pocket, but it's... I could see everything. Wear it around. It could be in Flava Flav's next craze. Big fucking <laughs> iPad on his <laughs> neck. Hanging it off your neck. Dumb bastard. All right. Here's another. Uh, I saw this, but I didn't read anything about it. The slinky is trying to stabilize uh, experiments in shaky environments. So you hang it from a slinky, but he accidentally dropped it and it corrected itself. And he's like, that's pretty awesome. Then it turned into a toy. Well, I mean, that's one theory. Uh, another, Do you have a favorite slinky moment? Another because one is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go by what uh, Business Insider is telling us. Did they say anything about what he was trying to make a meter designed to monitor power on naval battleships? Yes. How it was created. Jones was working with tension springs when one of them fell to the ground. The spring kept bouncing from place to place after it hit the ground and the slinky was born. Yes. So what I said it was to stabilize tools in a shaky environment. The spring was designed to stabilize whatever the fuck thing you oh. in the ship because it's moving because it's yes ah listing mm-hmm. ah. Okay. <laughs> all right all so right. it's not okay we can go by that theory or by this one it's and the then he got theory. bored when he was at a pyramid and threw it down a set of stairs and was like <laughs> yo this is fucking cool chocolate chip cookies apparently i read this one this is kind of cool uh they were trying to make regular chocolate cookies 
And while mixing a batch of cookies, Wakefield discovered she was out of baker's chocolate. As a substitute, she broke sweetened chocolate into small pieces and added them to the cookie dough. Yeah, she 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 just ran out of chocolate and was like, you know what? I'll just take this chocolate bar I got. To like melt in and become part of the cookie. And it yeah, stayed the chips. Yeah, so she's like, I'll just smash this shit up, add it in, and then million dollar idea. And then for like ah. years afterwards, people kept coming to her in because it was like this girl has the best they cookies in just the figure out to world. Put sweetened chocolate into the uh, cookie dough, potato well, chips. Hey, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, we were already there. George Crumb. I'm addicted to potato chips. They're good. Let's go over to the pacemaker. How does that get accidentally invented? John Hops. Because that's in... He was an electrical engineer. He was uh, trying to create a conducting... He was... uh, Hops was conducting research on hypothermia. Hypothermia. (laughs) Hypothermia. And was trying to use radio frequency heating to restore the body temperature. How it was created was during his experiment, he realized if a heart stopped beating due to cooling, it could be started again by artificial stimulation. This realization led to the pacemaker. Wow. So I guess, did he kind of invent the, uh, what the hell's that thing when you got to shock the guy? Oh, uh. The pack. uh, I know how to use one. I can't remember what the name of it is. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Clear. Well, even the one that you get in the office buildings, just in case your coworkers oh, have yeah, a Oh, yeah, we attack. had them on the wall. They just put, like, the stickies on your chest, yeah. and then they're like, clear. Yeah, so um, he kind of seems to have inadvertently invented that and then was like, well, we can continue. As well. Because isn't a pacemaker a fake fucking heart? Mm, no, it just keeps your heart beating on a regular uh, beat, I believe. This beat. Goes on. Uh, fireworks. An unknown cook in China. <laughs> he was trying to make, <laughs> according to legend, the cook was simply experimenting in the kitchen. How was it created? A cook accidentally mixed together charcoal, sulfur, and saltpeter, common kitchen items 2,000 years ago, when the mixture was compressed in a bamboo tube. Why the cook did that we have no idea wow that sounds like a total crock of shit i feel like that is not the real reason why it cooks like i'm trying to fucking kill somebody and i want to make a pipe bomb business insider i'm questioning your motives here that was a silly explanation this beat didn't go on no scotch guard oh guarded scotch uh patsy sherman oh patsy sherman a chemist for 3m what she was trying to make. Sherman was assigned to work on a project to she develop. Trying to keep the Scotsmen at bay. Yeah, those fucking. No, I love the Scots. Fucking William Wallace. Hey, they love. I love the Scots. Freedom. Sherman was trying to assign work to on, on a project. Oh no, Sherman was assigned work to a project to develop a rubber material that would not deteriorate from exposure to jet aircraft fuels. She accidentally dropped a mixture she was experimenting. Seems like accidentally dropping things into other things <laughs> creates a lot of things. Vulcanized rubber is the same thing. Silly putty. Well, vulcanized rubber. They were trying to make rubber resistant to heat and cold. Because in the cold, it would get brittle and break. And in the heat, it would just melt. He accidentally like dropped tar and something in it on top of his stove. 
and it cooked into this piece of vulcanized rubber, like for car tires or hockey pucks. Well, did you know cornflakes were invented accidentally? Yeah, man, that fucking rooster. Fucking yeah. <laughs> goddamn rooster. The rooster did it. Uh, the Kellogg's brothers. It was a pot of boiled grain. Uh, the brothers accidentally left a pot of boiled grain on the stove for several days. How do you accidentally leave something on the stove for several days? I have once left my barbecue on <laughs> for two days for straight. Days? That's your barbecue. What if they go away for two days and somehow... Accidentally left the... Thank fuck I've never done that. Uh, the mixture turned moldy, but the product emerged the barbecue was on? dry and thick. Thus creating cornflakes. Um... Here's LSD a, is a drug. No, here's a good point to make. It's sort of a fight for why you should fund space travel and stuff. And for your right to and party. And science. But Neil deGrasse Tyson always brings this up. He goes, why do people say... Neil, if you ever want to come on the podcast, just hit us Fucking up. call me. He goes, he goes, there's people who always say, why are we spending money up there when we have all these problems down here? Couldn't we use the money down here? He no. said the NASA budget is less than one tenth of one percent of the military budget. Right? Of no, of the of the, of the budget. They and they cut it more. Like they pretty much, Obama pretty much. I wonder much what Trump's capped. gonna do. But but so he goes. With NASA. I think he's gonna be the guy's like. Well, we gotta be great again. And yeah, being great I think is he'll going to space. I yeah. fucking hope so. I, I really hope. That's so. a good move, right? But Neil deGrasse Tyson awesome. says people always say. But he goes, you don't realize how small of a number. He goes, if you hold up the 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 bill. The, the, the tax dollar and you cut into it sliver yo you cut into it as far as one tenth of one percent well, let's do a pie it's chart not even yeah pie chart it's, it's not, not even, even enough to it's the thick of it's the thickness of a line so if you think that little bit of money is going to help you down here you have bigger problems yeah but space travel it funds i feel like if it's presented that... to trump like Hey, the, the this things will that, make America great. Well, no, but what's what investing in space does is it inspires the younger generation. It inspires your economy. And it promotes, when you have children saying, "I want to be a scientist. It, I want to be an astronaut." Motherfuckers got to make rockets. I want motherfuckers got to make chemistry labs. I want nothing more for my daughter to be a scientist, a biologist, something along those lines. And if it takes some crazy dude, I want a useful member promoting of society. like we need because when but, America was great and I air quote great, it was like they were fighting for they were in the space race. They were you know what I mean? Like they were doing they were doing good shit. That so was war. I fe- yeah. And war sometimes war competition brings everything. out the best. Exactly. In somebody. Exactly. But I think what we need is a. Uh, what I was getting at with the space thing is the amount of Sorry. things that we have now because we go to space. Stuff that we would have never figured out otherwise. Like the MRI, the magnetic resonance imaging machine that you use at the hospital. It was never intended as something to diagnose human bodies. It was some experiment they were doing in space. And they were using this uh, nuclear magnetic resonance imaging they drop the N in medical use because people are afraid of the word nuclear. But all nuclear means is they're measuring the nucleus of an atom. That's why they can see what different things in your body are doing is because they can read their atoms. Well, and that's the problem with the snowflakes these days is you can't even talk about like real things anymore without scaring people. 
It's like nuclear doesn't understand. mean du- nuclear doesn't mean you're going to grow another arm out of the side it's, of your body. You know, just like, you, you and I were talking about that. Nucleus how nucleus of an atom is yeah, all it means. Like you and I were talking about how there's you got to be careful with what you say because of not what people will think, but. The amount of stupid people, what they will think. And how can, loud their voices. Because they can stick a stereotype on you that sticks without your intentions that could be devastating. It, and I know, and like, that's why, that's why I feel like we don't appeal to anybody suspe- specific. We just do our own thing. And then if you like us, you like us. Oh, that's here on the podcast. And we never yeah, shit we're fucking... on, We never shit on anybody just to shit on them. If we're ever being mean to somebody. We're like Switzerland with an attitude. Exactly. Neutral, but fuck swatitude. We got swatitude. Swatitude. Like, no, swat's like sweaty ass. Swass. I got swass. I got swastitude. I got sweaty assitude. I got sweaty assitude right here. <laughs> My ass is so sweaty, it's like, fuck you. Here's I, don't a, know, I don't even know what that means. Here's a good one. What I'm getting at? Fun space. We will have better shit because Trump of it. Spun. Spun space. Fund Tom space and let's get there. Let's get to Mars. Let's get there. Well, but it'll be so man. Imagine. Well, I wouldn't. If go. the world could just get their fucking shit together, and we just need become, aliens to attack us. Just become humans. Stop fighting each instead other of different well, we kinds need, of humans. We literally need aliens to attack us. That's what I'm promoting. With what Ronald Reagan said, we should send. We a, need an outside force to bring us all together. We should send a big fuck I'm you. Not a cro- no, that was Nixon. <laughs> we should send a big fuck you radio signal out into space, like come at us. No, we should not. So because that if you can get, we can't get to other people. So if they can get to us, and we. Say fuck you. Uh, we'll have they'll to be like, oh yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Think about it though. We'll have to rally together as a people. We'll have to become human. Quit ruining our. Uh, quit ruining our livelihoods for your. Uh, we'll have to come together, put our smartest brains together to advance our people and our technology at the fastest we've ever well, had I've to. I've heard on, on certain, and unite as humans. I've heard on certain science specials that technologically. We would be completely outmatched. In the initial battle, they'd shut us down. If they can get but to us, wouldn't. but we can't get to them, they're they're ahead of us. By yeah, we're shot. fucked. But the, what, what this show was making a point of was, sure, they could fuck us, but to completely annihilate us, they're going to eventually have to come down to the ground and hunt us out because we will form factions and caves, underground places. They're humans. I think the hope will, is... Well, I hope, that's if they don't have a fucking Death Star. Exactly. That was but my yeah. point. Like, my hope is if they're going to do that, they don't already have something that could just wipe out the planet. But let's say... We need to this, consume it for what resources. What if they have a sterilizing ray that well, just kills off of course, everybody's But what I'm saying is, given... This is all hypothetical. So let's say they don't have this... And quit <laughs> shitting on my parade <laughs> and pretend me. like this is gonna happen, please. But this was in a science special that we would probably not do bad because. Oh, we're because, bred for. But just because another species is intelligent doesn't necessarily mean they got there the same way we did. Ours is basically through fighting, violence. We yeah. all of our technology essentially is a spinoff from a way to kill somebody quicker. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we're, we're terrible, but. I embrace the terrible. I feel like we're an arrogant evolution. And we've done nothing but fight and war since the dawn of humans. And you know how arrogant we are? But that has spawned the greatest creations ever. That's what I'm saying. But if some Space travel became... Came because we're like, if all oh, these motherfuckers <laughs> want to do that shit. In our case, yes. But if an alien species came here that came by it in a completely different way, 
where fighting and violence was never actually part of. So they might get wiped out just in the sense like, so whoa, nobody like, shoots people. What the like, fuck? Oh, yeah, you know they're we could they they're technologically better than us, but to actually exterminate us, they're gonna have to come down and fight us. Are you saying that Earth is like Vietnam? Maybe hey, it was a tie where <laughs> the Americans came in they with get, better technology and, and they thought that we were they just could so much better at. Well, again, guerrilla warfare. We're like, whoa! Like the aliens would show up. Me, like, dude, we weren't. Maybe there are for aliens that. everywhere looking at us, going, "I don't think we should fuck with them because that's just going to ruin the dawn everybody's of history." Life. All they've done is perfect ways to fuck shit up, and Ooh. if we fuck with them, but like they're, they're just going to ruin we don't need everybody's. <laughs> we don't need them looking like, at us. Yeah, they're, they're going to ruin everybody's life. If they just can leave study them us, alone. They're going to let them implode. Them. <laughs> let them implode, and then we'll come in after. We got this time. We're in the game, let it Mass wait it out. Are we? Are we that drunk saying, just hold my beer and watch this? The, yeah. the yeah. aliens are like, nah, man, we ain't going there. We're just not fucking with them. Fucking nah. just, <laughs> we're like the, we're like the uh, housewives at, of Atlanta or whatever those in the stupid game, shit are. Mob wives. <laughs> we're just, aliens are sitting back like in the Simpsons. They're just watching us. Like, look at these assholes. Like, I feel like... In- I feel like intervening would ruin us more than it would help them, so let's not do it. In, in Mass Effect, the, the, the premise of the game is basically humans discovering galactic travel. And they become... So there's like essentially a, a, a galactic civilization out there that's like a band of all these different aliens that work together. It's like an alliance, like the Citadel. Yeah. yeah. And humans finally... They knew we're here, but they were leaving us alone. And we finally realized how to get out there and become... So we get indoctrinated because into this. We were just warmongers in the yeah. Like no, like we're humans were just like. So this is like a galactic civilization that's been around for like hundreds of thousands of Those years. Those are genius game creators who can kind of like see a. Like, but humans jump in and they rule the council in something like a hundred years. Like we were just bred to dominate. The one guy's humans, like, "This is why I said we shouldn't." They're do the. This. They were like <laughs> we were portrayed as the most dominant, like. Maybe not smartest in the same sense as scientists, but the most adaptable and ready to take over everything. Because in that game, it portrays humans as like just holy warmonger. Look at these guys. They come in, they figure out how to fuck you up, and they do it with such efficiency. Is that the way of everything, though? Is that how you always win? Is by I being the most aggressive? It's, it's a one-sided because we have no way of. It's a weird convert. Like it's my a weird fiance plays um, Civilization frequently. And now she has done every, she has tried for every sort of victory imaginable. She tried for, uh, I always go, I always go nuke. I always go nuke. She has gone the Genghis Khan route to just try and rule and kill them all. She has gone for everything. And it's been, we'll have to ask her one day, but it's like, it's an interesting query to see social how we, experiment i guess if you want to put it that way i guess how it goes and how they how you try to win and rule it's and it appears that the war is the most effective yeah. violence gets shit it's the done. quickest the most direct Dipl- diplomacy takes a long time and a lot of thinking and you got to work with different sides if you just say fuck all y'all i'm coming and i want your oil we're taking it if that's what you want <laughs> you no saying it uh, here. But the problem with every civilization that does that, like Rome or anything that's fallen. Rome wanted oil? Not oil. Expanding. Territory. Take over everything. Is you get spread too thin. 
the bigger the place you own, the larger the the circumference of the defense area. Well, how did Genghis Khan rate of expansion? Who got bigger, Genghis or Alexander? Like, who was the ultimate? I think Genghis is the ultimate all-time biggest. It's because the way he did biggest it, kingdom ever existed. In he all adapted. Of He's like, hey, I really like what you're doing here, here, and here. We're keeping that. But you do uh, what you do and just fly our flag, and we'll yeah. let you. We'll keep you at it. Yeah. They uh, tried that. Well, the Persians tried that with Sparta, but they were fucking cocky cunts. Yeah. Well, and look what happened. You march to my steps, bearing the heads of other dead kings. Be like, just yo. If maybe you, you should have. Chosen your words carefully. <laughs> Relax a second. Be like, hey, we like what you're doing, but you're just going to pay up to us. Even tried. He tried to. Xerxes himself tried to make Leonidas the, the warlord of all of Persian army. And he's like, you know, slaughtering all those men that day, this morning, gave me a nasty cramp in my leg. So kneeling's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's and awesome. he's just sitting there, like, fuming, like, <laughs> I'm a demigod. So he thought. People thought he was a god or a half-god. And the Spartans are like, no, nah, you're just a man. Do you think they... <laughs> That'd be a fun talk. Like, can you convince someone they're a god without, like... Cause you, I think deep down you got to realize well, that in you're in those... No... That day and age, though, the beliefs But even people... that day and age, but, like, what makes you think you're a god? That people like you? Like, you can't float. You no, can't well, fly, the story you can't... In the, and the story was that he was sent on some pilgrimage in the desert and he found this temple of of like do you holy think he was just lying that, though well again he did survive this thing right but his story about it is what claimed and he came back all glamorous and gold and like he met the people who've created the he became some godly power that survived this pilgrimage that nobody else has so now he owns the right to rule he gets to do whatever he wants yeah i think that's bullshit of course it is but that's hey, believe. that's just how you scam people, right? Like, that's what people used to believe. So, if someone if someone's dumb enough to believe it, what everyone, no one back then knew enough to believe any. Like, you just believe what you're told, and it would not even that. It's like no, like, you know, science and shit was never really a. We're talking like way like Roman, like before Jesus times. Jeebus. and of I course, had, I I realized this a long time ago. I was trying to explain once. What a moose was. Okay? To, now, to who? I was trying to explain a, what, what, what a moose was to a lady named Iris who, who was from Honduras. At the time, I was living in the Caribbean on an island. Caymans, right? Yes. And we were working together. Now, now Iris was a wonderful person from Honduras who had never heard of a moose before, which... Fair enough. Being they, from if you Canada, don't have them... You don't they have don't, them. You can't really find moose in Honduras. Couldn't you have just no, shown her a picture? <laughs> no, but no, but this was um, was it pre-smartphone? Yeah, like just before smartphone. You could get the internet on your phone, but I think it was still like the text. That's you're putting up a a straw man there. Because I bet you there's a lot of shit you don't know about, and you have a smartphone. Oh no, definitely. <laughs> but like, if you were like. You've never seen a moose before? I think that's one of those things that you so, should Google. Okay. So, yeah, but if you don't even know to Google moose. No, no, but her. Like, <laughs> okay, definitely so her, that but, aside, like, were smartphones around when you were telling her no. this? Okay. No. You could, you could get the internet, but it was in the text form. 
Okay. Do you so, remember internet only yeah, yeah, before yeah. pictures? It was yeah. just text. Some yeah. sort of Kay. weird, yeah. Shane, explain a moose to me. Like I've never seen a moose before. Well, I mean, and I think I know the story you're talking about, but to me the best description is like a... It's a horse with antlers. No, it's more like a cow with a rocking chair on its head. What's a oh. rocking chair? A chair that rocks. <laughs> it's a cow. Okay, we'll go with what Shane said. It's a cow with uh, kitchen chairs on its head. You just picture wooden protrusions coming out of your skull. An antler. If, if, if you okay, that's antler. That's fucking hard to that yeah. explain. Word, that word right there. I said it is like a giant horse because it's like a great big horse. Yeah, that's a little more furry. I said it's a, like a big giant furry horse. I say it lives in a bog. It likes, but water. it has big antlers on its head. Now she looks at me and says, "What are antlers?" How the fuck do you explain what antlers are? They're little midgets that make ants. Horns growing out of your head that look like rocking chairs. Horns are... That's a universal word. You can... El Diablo. Yes. Now, devil horns... Devil... Devil devil horns... Devil horns are completely fucking different from an antler. So I said it looks like horns but with bumps all over it. That's a weird thing to say. So now I explained a giant furry horse that's with the, devil horns and bumps is, all over. That's confusing. That's the devil's yeah. kid with acne. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's confusing. It was so hard. So now imagine trying to explain an ancient beast. Yeah, yeah. Even How if it Jack was Black something, it? even if it's something that it wasn't a beast, but you just you start describing things. Everyone's played the telephone game. Everyone stands in a circle and they whisper in their ear a story. And by the time it comes around this fucking table, it's completely different because yeah. everyone is just telling they want word lie. of mouth around the table. I was the guy that switched the story on purpose. Yeah, but if you could somehow have an experiment to eliminate the people trying to sabotage the experiment, it would it still. Would still... Would still <laughs> no, it's because you hear what you hear and then you interpret it. The and then wh- the way everyone you interprets in- everything, and the way that you tell your story is different necessarily like you know what if i say it this way it sounds better than what he said yeah and it just starts going down because it could just be the yeah the the way you explain it you're like oh i think they would understand this more this way and then they're like oh the peanut butter is blue (laughs) you know like it's (laughs) just a weird thing uh okay i wanted to say this earlier lsd was uh discovered by accident uh, the inventor is <laughs> Albert Hoffman. He's a chemist. He's a chemist. He's a chemist. Everyone's a chemist. Uh, what he was trying to make, he was uh, researching lysergic acid derivatives in a laboratory in Basel, Switzerland. Uh, Hoffman unintentionally swallowed a small amount of LSD while researching its properties and had the first acid trip <laughs> in history. He's it like, doesn't take much. How do you ax? First of all, how do you ax? Accidentally swallow anything. Well, cool. You think about how little of an amount I've done a acid. Drop. I've done acid once, and it was a little tiny square of paper, like tiny. And the paper's irrelevant. It's what was it, dropped but, onto but, that but paper. The point is, is all you need is a piece of paper that small to absorb the amount. Yeah, of like a one centimeter by one no, centimeter. Like square. like one millimeter, two millimeter by two millimeter, like tiny, tiny little square. Wow. You put that on your tongue. So if he got some on his fingers and he ate a sandwich or he licked his finger, 
You can accidentally ingest a oh, tiny yeah. amount of something yeah, okay. real easy. Yeah. yeah. L- you know what? Fair LSD enough. has like many a good property before it was b- before it was considered a drug. They tested it on architects, and they got together. Like architects got together once a week, did LSD, and were working on projects. Or once a month, they got together and were working on this project. And those are all those bridges that collapsed in like 1978. <laughs> we should try this. Does it work? We need a snake. Does it work? A, a snake as support and a cloud as its cushioning. And I shall fly with the dragons. Man, I want them to really develop carbon nanotubes. Okay. Oh, I was talking with somebody about carbon nanotubes the other day, and they, they, they knew what I was talking about, and it made me happy. Ah, like, imagine. This stuff is so strong that apparently if you had a sheet of it, one molecule thick, meaning, let's let's pretend it's water for a second. It's H two O, so it's hydrogen. Pretend what is water? Just think about water. Okay. It's an easy molecule to everyone knows what H two O is. Okay. So you take one molecule. It's a hydrogen with two oxygens. Yeah. Sorry, the other way around. An oxygen with two hydrogens. Oh yeah. It okay. looks like a Mickey Mouse head. Yep. And then you make a sheet of those, but only as thick as each molecule. So, like, if you think of water in a glass, they're they're stacked up and down, side to side. Yep. So, if you think of a sheet of just one molecule, that means that it's just one H2O in plane with every other one. So, on edge, it'd be invisible. Yep. So, a carbon... So, now turn H2O into whatever a carbon nanotube is. It's carbon, obviously. So, C. But I don't know what the molecular structure of it is. But picture that structure, one atom thick. So, on edge, it's invisible. You make a sheet of that the size of a piece of loose leaf. It can support the weight of an elephant on the tip of a pencil. That's insane. And it's as thin as a single atom. So you wouldn't be able to see it. It just looks. Well, you like could see it face on, because it'd be like a piece of paper. You can't tell how thick something is looking at it face on. Yeah, I remember when you were telling me about carbon nanotubes. They would be running an like, elevator to spacing yeah, like back. Picture this. Yeah, a piece but of paper on edge. It's being visible. only as thick as, like, this is probably as thick as, like, a million atoms. Yeah. But one atom thick. Piece of paper. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But as a sheet, you could see it like this. That'd be insane. But a weight of an elephant on a pinpoint. You could take all of the cables holding up the Golden Gate Bridge and support them with cables made of carbon nanotubes thinner than a human hair. So the float, the bridge would look like it was floating. That'd be the mo- oh my god! Because you wouldn't see them. Especially That'd be not- so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, could you imagine the buildings? That might be what you could build. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That'd be really fun. Yeah, because stuff would look like it's floating. But man, the ultimate clothesline. Cable cars. Yeah, but imagine chairlifts. You hear about people? Uh, imagine building like a fence out of it. Oh, you'd be cutting heads off everywhere you went. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers, would just be like walking along, like, shing, and be like, it's off so goes your thin. head. If it's as thin as a fucking, like, atom. Oh, Jesus. Even, like, you would not use that for fence speed, tubes. That'd it be would terrible. Just cut you into fucking pieces. It'd oh, be assassins would be all over that. Yeah. Cut their head off with nothing. <laughs> what did you use? Find it. Yeah. I dare you. Yeah. Well, I guess if you made it, you'd have to have it. A way to find it. Yeah, but it'd be Because so... what if you dropped it? Yeah. Well, again, it's so small that it's impractical in every use because you can't even... You, you don't even know where it is. Where did that nanotube elevator concept come from, though? 
Well, wasn't com- it for mining comets or some shit or? Well, what it was for? Okay, making a, a space station a space that you elevator. wouldn't have to fly to. The issue is going to space. It's not that it's. I mean, it's difficult. The problem is the cost of launching something into space because you have to fight the gravity of the Earth. The Earth is this big rock smashed into a sphere, so it has a lot of mass. Fight the gravity. Gravity. Fight so the gravity. To get into space, you have to Fight launch something gravity. off hard enough and fast enough to escape it trying to rip you back down. Well, yeah. So, so this idea came from instead of spending bajillions of dollars in fossil fuel, this, that, and the other thing, we create nanotubes at this one-time extraordinary expense, and then we can build an elevator that yes. we can just carry things into space, build from space, and then launch from space which would help us exponentially. It's, it's eventually, like, yeah, honest, all you got to do is get your mass moving. You don't have because to fight if, anything. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so if we could launch a rocket from space, could we go farther than launching it from, in, not from only could you go, on Earth? Not only could you go further. Faster? You could build stuff way bigger. And then launch it with less or because, the same. Because on Earth, you have the gravity... You think of a building as built the way it is, a fucking steel skeleton standing straight up. If you think of what a giant spaceship, if you wanted to build like a giant cylinder that was empty in the middle that had enough room for people to live around this like five mile. If you wanted to build the Starship Enterprise. Yeah. Launching that from space or sorry, from Earth. You couldn't even build it because the engines, I would assume, would break off those tiny little spindly things holding them up. But if you built it in space. Everything's supported. It's like if you brought the space station down to Earth, it would just collapse on itself. Just blah, 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 blah. You're holding it up with yeah. tubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so that'd be, okay, that would be fucking incredible. We could build something in space now, but it's the cost of launching everything with a Everything rocket. up there, yeah. It's essentially your weight in gold. If you, you want to still... send a pound into space, it'll cost you what a pound of gold co- is worth. Oh, my goodness. So your weight in gold, that's what you have to pay. Cost you two hundred and thirty some dollars to get me into space. No, no, what? Two hundred and thirty some dollars, two hundred and thirty pounds of gold, man. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> sorry, I was going pound for pound. That's a lot of gold. Uh, two hundred thirty pounds of gold. I just like to take. Did this you just update fantasy? Uh, oh, break. This Ooh, is, this is me. This is within the podcast. You have just trumped by 40 some odd 60 50 some odd points jessica's gonna be mad you're sleeping on the couch tonight bro oh yeah what's my game looking like pumpkin carving contest <laughs> she <laughs> kicks my ass every time no beat her this time she'll no, make her extra happy can't do oh yeah that's just winning life i'm winning all right so that's cody that's you there which is 57 to 53 but you have more people playing and more people left and michael Who's been on the podcast before goes by Mikey J. He may be out. He may be out of this round. He rode a longboard down a hill on his ass. Yeah. That was a funny story. I wasn't here for that, but I listened to it. Buddy, I have never laughed so fucking hard. (laughs) And he like got going way too fast. (laughs) (laughs) So goddamn. It was probably an intense hill if he was where I where I think he was. Dude, he was with Patrick. Him and, and Patrick's like just to think that you and Patrick are fairly similar. In your skateboarding abilities. So to see him on a longboard and, and Mike, 
I've never seen longboard. I've never seen him skateboard. I don't know what his abilities yeah, are. So I'm assuming he's probably similar to me, <laughs> which is <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Man, do we have any more accidental inventions? Uh, yeah, uh, shit. I was doing something here. Sorry. Shit, I got, I got an accidental uh, invention. Someone got, ate something and he pooped. I got distracted. Whoa! He never knew it would happen. It was Adam, actually. I got distracted. <laughs> First bad. human. Aw, oh, damn. That's how you think they named their first kid Adam? Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Sorry. I'm now a dad, so I can practice jokes like that. God damn. For, no, not goddamn. Ah, first kid Adam. Ah, damn. It's a boy. Ah, damn. Don't no. you get it? Jesus, fuck, Jesse. I'm Googling things. You're fucking you killing fucking me here. Stop Googling. Quit talking to me and talk to each other for a second. <laughs> We're talking to you to impede your Googling. Okay, right. so the other day, okay, I was making coffee the other day, like most people do. But the we have... Um, he wasn't making it yesterday, though. He didn't have coffee yesterday. I made coffee day. this morning, but I was thinking about this the other day when I was making coffee. <laughs> I put sugar cubes... Did in, you? Yeah, into my coffee. Okay. Now, when I was researching accidental inventions, I was like, why did someone pick cubes? And who thought that we could just press sugar into cubes so i think it's a teaspoon compressed into the smallest possible shape yeah and some asshole was like if you know if you just put a little bit of water into this you could press it into a cube i actually looked up how they were made fairly simple the smallest obviously. possible shape is actually a sphere which is why all the planets are spheres no it's oh. not the world is flat no because fuck you the world's flat the reason why Flat like, Earth. asteroids and shit are all weirdly shaped Flat Earther. is they're not big enough to have enough mass to compress themselves into a circle. The reason a planet is round is because it's so big that the gravity pulls even rock into the smallest shape it can, which is a sphere. Crazy. Liar. <laughs> That's why the Straight big, up. Fuck you! The biggest asteroid we know of is called Ceres. It's in... The asteroid belt, it's 600 miles across, and it's actually a sphere. So it's like a little planetoid in the asteroid belt. It's the yeah. only sphere, and it's 600 miles. And that's apparently the, the butter zone for becoming round. 600 miles around? Well, you As know a what? piece of rock. You know what else that leads? It matters what you're made of because hey. it's your density that hey. creates the mass. Hey. Oh, okay. You know what else that leads to? What? The live science quiz. Segway and not Quit. the little two wheel thing. The world's greatest inventions, folks. Here we go. 15 questions. All the shit you wanted so to know about quiz? things. So we got we to answer these questions. We got to answer these motherfuckers. About oh. the best. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. You're acting like this is the first time we've taken a quiz on this podcast, Shane. No, but it's the way you presented it that caused me confusion. But let's go. Well, I mean, millions of families' homes have Clarence Bird Eye, Bird's Eye to thank for. So Clarence Bird, uh, Bird, what Bird's Eye is probably a person. Yeah. Frozen dinners, the microwave, we learned it's not that. And it's not the vacuum. That was Hoover, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go frozen dinner. Um, you know what? With that solid knowledge, I'm going to have to. <laughs> hey, it was right. The frozen Correct. dinner. Correct. <laughs> Next question. Just a few hours separated the f- f- filing. Filing 
of independent patent. Oh, all right. Just a few hours separated the filing of independent patents for. Oh, I know this one. That electricity, no, the pretty, internet, or the, the telephone. Pretty sure it was a telephone. Alexander Graham Bell got, but there was correct somebody, Shane. It was somebody in Europe who came up with the same idea at the same time. Correct. Really? Yeah. Fuck! I'd be pissed. He's probably sitting in a pub like, you son of a bitch, I invented the fucking telephone the yeah. same button. And they're like, no, you didn't, oh, John. Oh, shut up, Billy. Shut the Billy. fuck up. You didn't invent a fucking you telephone. You fucking say this he's shit like, every fucking weekend. Every he's time like, you get a few no points in you, you keep proof of a goddamn thing, Billy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're sick of this shit. He's Move sit- on, laddie. Move on. Like, but, but I do. He yeah, said, I it's do. not called the telephone. It's called the majigger. It's the majigger. It was the talk box, boys. It's a fucking talk box. It was the talk box 3000. Yeah. Home rotisserie and veggie slicer are products of a prolific modern inventor. Oh, I don't fucking. George Foreman? <laughs> no. He is not an. It wasn't rotisserie. Not Susan Summers. It's yeah. got to be Ron Propelli. Okay. It gave me this answer. So do we want to go with the answer it gave us? Do you know who Susan Summers is? Yeah. No. She was from Step by Step. Ooh, baby. Not the song. That's but New the, Kids yeah. on the Block. Not the song, but the show. The step show. by Step. She was the mom. Yeah. No, it's this Ron Propelli motherfucker. Popilly. Ron Popay? Jesus Christ. I fucked up. Sorry, guys. Why would you fuck up? Okay, it was the, the vacuum we cleaner. Taking, or frozen it was the frozen dinner. dinner. We got that Next one. question. Then what? That was a telephone. El telefono. All right, here we go. Who is it? Who is it? Ron, Ron Papelli. Ron Papelli. Yay! We got it right. You it's guys are so fucking Is there smart. no explanation? Nope. Whatever. Go with it. Next. Hey, live science, step up your quiz shit. Otherwise, we're going to talk shit about it. In the year 1897. In 1819, saw the birth of who? Because that... Date rings a bell, but all of those things also ring bells. I want to go wow. with the Ford Model T. Hockey is older than that. Yeah, really? I think yeah. Hockey, Ford not, Model T, or the, the Swiss NHL, Army knife. But like, if you think of the Donovan, it's supposed to be like Inuits with sticks on ice. Hockey, no. the NHL. No, that was lacrosse. But the NHL they weren't not on ice. ice but sorry. the NHL itself has teams that are over a hundred years old. So hockey had to have developed long before. Yeah. So it can't be hockey. It's Model T or the Swiss Army Knife? I'm thinking Model T. Me too. Cody? I want Swiss Army Knife, but there's more of you than me, so pick the 2v1, let's see what happens. Oh, I picked the wrong one by accident, and it was right (laughs) for once. I'm never right. My fat fingers picked the wrong answer, and it was Cody's answer. Wow. Okay. That works. Nice. All right, boys. All right. <laughs> I don't course. like how, like, you skim over it with your <laughs> finger. That is the answer. There's no, like, select and then Gatorade. Confirm. What? <laughs> Gatorade's answer. Gatorade's answer. Water to give its football team an edge, really, University really of Florida. Sucks. Yeah, you're totally right. University of Florida scientists developed Gatorade. Correct. <laughs> For all you motherfuckers out there, it's called Haterade. It's because the team was named the Gators. Yeah. And it was to Florida aid the Gators. Gators. A uh, Gator aid. In 1921, <laughs> while plowing a field line by line, a 14-year-old dreamed up electric television, the electric razor, oh, or the, the motorized lawnmower. I think the razor. Lawnmower. 
lawnmower. I'm going lawnmower. It's not television because twenty. A razor is a lawnmower for your face. I, the, the reason I thought about it was because but I, <laughs> you're right. Wait, wait, wait. You're right. You're right. But a motorized lawnmower is a plower for a home. He's plowing a field. So we got to go by logic. Here. But at the same time, I'm picturing how would you ever think to cut all the hair on your face? Everything's got to be so small. If you're mowing a field, it's sort of like magnetizing what's happening on your face. If you're plowing so if you're a field. everything macroscopically, you could be like, what if I could make all that really small? All right, hold, my let's hair? say, let's read it out loud again. In 1921, <laughs> while plowing a field line by line, that seems like a, a 14 year old dream straight blade up. and developing different ways of cutting your facial hair too. I have an electric razor from the 1950s in this house. So electric razors were around in the this 1950s. This is 21. Not so 50. that's like way but early. It, for it's something 21. in the 50s to be a household product, I, don't, I think 30 years of development is kind of a given. Yeah, but we're saying in 1921. Yeah, this is where he came up with the idea so for the razor. The most logical answer is lawnmower. Up. He dreamed up. How long does it take a dream to fucking conceptualize? Six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's all right, all right. What do you guys want to go with? There's an argument both on, ways. No, I'm what not do you guys, one's no, right I, or wrong. What do you guys want to go with? You pick. I, my personal belief is lawnmower, but if you guys want to go razor, I totally get why you would. I like lawnmower. Go with it. Let's see. All right. No, now you guys are going to now. It's going to be wrong now. Well, no, it's who? Television. See, we were a complete. We're level. both wrong. Yeah. So, hey, hey, hey. No, lawn, no harm, no foul. About. We're not even talking <laughs> yeah. about the television. No harm, no foul. Next question. Leonardo da Vinci is credited with designing versions of a parachute. Yes. Tank yes. and helicopter. That's yes. Alright. Yep, correct. <laughs> We're not even giving you <laughs> yeah. the satisfaction of reading. I the read other the other ones and everything is close, but that's wasn't the one. a parachute. The tank was that big wooden like pyramid thing on wheels with all the guns in a circle around it. And he got the fucking escalator too, moving uh, stairs. And the helicopter, obviously. You've seen the pedal thing with the fucking spinning <laughs> things. <laughs> Those are beautiful. Clearly we know our shit. Uh, the idea, the idea for Velcro That's, was born after yeah. the, the hold on the military requested a quicker way to fasten garments. No, the inventor saw his toddler fumble actually, with shoelaces. No, but maybe I I, I read this I very next statement. Weeds and burrs on while I was researching accidental inventions. All right, and so, it said a dog invented. A walk, a walk through a field of weeds. He saw all the shit stuck to his hair. Correct. Yeah, because yeah. it was all those. Uh, you know what I'm talking the about. The burrs. The burrs. The round and they the burrs on the, the bill uh, burrs. Little hooks. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question, boss. Liquid paper was invented by Ernest Hemingway, a typist who made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yep. Paint chemist who bungled a mixture. That's vague. It was the only one that's actually. Somebody. I think C seems more. But at the same time, it says was invented by. That implies a, the only a real the only person. One that's a person. A chemist is a person. Yeah, but they just don't tell you which person. But why would they do that in a question? Just give you names and because then give these you questions a are fucked. Because uh, it's an internet quiz. <laughs> I think C. But C. what do you guys think? C was my initial thought too. Right. Then I'm looking at the question, overthinking. We're incorrect, you dickheads. A typist made it. Like really? Why wouldn't they say his name? So a typist is like. Man, I make a lot of mistakes. Question on 10. Oh, post-it notes. 
A 3M scientist mistakes. People with aren't an looking adhesive. at a screen, Shane. You, I need to lay what out. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. What I, are post it notes? I need to set the scene. Quit, quit shitting all over the scene. Uh, a 3M scientist mistake with an adhesive formula spawned A. Post it notes. B. Super glue. C. Scotch tape. Shane. The the dead giveaway is 3M because otherwise I might. What actually I read about this. The thing he developed an adhesive that wasn't very sticky. And he's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? It turns out it was just sticky enough to stick paper to things, but when you rip it off, it doesn't rip the paper. Fucking so, genius. So since somebody's like, you know what you can do with this? You can make little sticky notes out of paper. You can stick everywhere and it won't peel shit off the walls. Quit being a dickhead and make some post-it notes, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, post-it notes. Incorrect. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Question 11. It happened with one of my answers. I gave this big answer to, and then it was wrong. Like, what the fuck? Uh, Though invented by Gideon Sunback in 1913, the term zipper was coined by German troops in World War no, I. No, the executive at B.F. Goodrich in 1925, YKK or the YKK assembly line worker. I'm sober. Six million ways to fold you. I'm pretty sure the YKK, YKK is the initials yeah. of the. I think he's Inventor Japanese. Of the zipper. Yeah, I think he's Japanese. All right, let's go with that. Incorrect, you dicks. It was B.F. Goodrich. That's wrong. That is fucking wrong. You were wrong, and you tricked me into being wrong. No. Yes. Duct That's tape was invented wrong. in 1964 to match the gray of the new home ducks in 1912 by Samuel, Samuel R. Duct, or during World War II for the use by the military. Mm. The military use one. My, does, my go-to cool. answer would be military use. But my like want answer is in 1964 to match one. the gray of home because ducks. it's it's ducked. it's not duct tape it's, it's tape that was meant for it's ducks. duct duct tape. duct d u c t yeah s all right a or c what do you guys want uh, I, I'm uh, let's go with a all right incorrect World War Two it's always the, by the military our, uh, initial we should have just went always go with your always gut. go with the military always go with your gut. In Only if you're in, male. In eighteen seventy, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, in eighteen seventy-three, it's been scientifically <laughs> proven that males are better at. Um, they have a better intuition. Multiple choice questions so than females any because want to hit us up on that. Because we just go right away. It's like we it's don't not that. It's not that. It's this we or this. It has right? to be that. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. In eighteen seventy-three, Jacob Davis and a more famous partner. Patented the first recipe for Coke, a cola, light bulb, or pair of blue jeans. I'm going to go with Coke or blue jeans. Wait, what's his name? Jacob, Jacob Davis. Davis. Jeans. Correct. Nice. I don't know why, but the name Jacob Davis said jeans Question more 14. than anything else. The inventor of the wire coat hanger never saw a penny of the profit died before the idea caught on or made the first 10,000 by hand. Whatever, he all could have done all three. of those. Yeah. That's a pretty, op- like, I'm gonna one go with, doesn't uh, dismiss the other. I want to go with <laughs> C. I want to, like, the feel-good story is yeah. he did it by hand. I don't and know. Then... I'm going to say it's never made a fucking penny. I'm not saying I feel I like that is probably. Okay, that could then I'll pick look. the middle one so we all pick something different. So we'll just click that on something That doesn't help C. at any. Just pick one. It, we're, th- no matter which pick one you yours. pick, we're right. 
What? No. Because we all picked one. All right. I'm picking Never Saw a Penny of the Prophet. Oh, who picked that? Shane. Twas I. Nice. Twas I. All right. Last question. The railroad industry exploded due to several major investments, inventions by Washington or West George Westinghouse. 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 Got excited there. I thought it was Washington. <laughs> I think they're throwing Thomas Edison in there. Sorry to jump ahead, just because everyone knows that he invented Michael shit. Faraday. Yeah, but Faraday and Edison had the battle between. And Faraday made the Faraday cage. It's electricity that they had a fucking. So should we go Westinghouse? I'm saying Westinghouse because the dawn of the train track and the steam engine. I agree. I want to go agree. I'm at Westinghouse. Again. Was it? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> See, what was results. invented first, the railroad electricity? The railroad. So you, <laughs> way before. But wasn't way. there electricity on the railroad? Steam. No, steam engines, man. No, I'm not saying to run the trains, but. No. You scored 73%. You answered 11 out of 15 answers correct. You're 13 out of 15 correct. What the fuck? Oh, if you got 13 out of 15 c- correct, consider yourself a Thomas Edison of the invention trivia. Is what it says below. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, Pretty good wow. with trivia though. Like we I did because you can work out things. It's, we talk it's about easy it. to deduct a real answer and not having to know. When anything. you have three minds to discuss it, yeah, because everyone sort of brings up a good point about everyone, and we're like, oh, and it re- restructures how you think about what you're trying to. Like, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Because you're like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. That question that that brings my answer into question, and then. <laughs> Hey, but with all that being said, I think it's time. I think it's time to log off. Maybe we should play a couple rounds of Mario Kart. I think that's how we should end our night off. Yeah. Aside from the podcast, let's uh, have some more drinks and game. All right. Well, we're gonna do that, (laughs) and we're gonna log off right now. Peace out, suckers. Good talk. Oh, and definitely tune in for the next one because we got something cool coming up. Keep your big game strong.